Now let's try it. Mm. <laughs> I think we're all right. I think we're I think we're live. We're good. We made it. We made it. We made it. Oh, do I? I'll go back. I'll take care of that. I will. I will take care of that right now. Okay. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say, does it automatically become a YouTube short? Oh, I see it. I see it. I'm going to delete that now. It's gone. Okay. We should be live, ladies and gentlemen. It's good to be here. No, I'm looking at it right now. I'm watching it. I'm watching it. We just got to make sure you guys have uh, have audio and everything. Are we sounding good? Evan's not here. Evan's not uh Evan's not here tonight. So at, as many of you can probably tell right now, okay? A 34-year-old man is trying to navigate what looks like uh like madness on my screen right now. <laughs> but I'm here. Oh, we can only hear me. Hey, hey, it's a throwback hey, you know weekend. You know okay. what? How about now? Can you hear everyone? Can you hear us? Yeah, so. yeah, you can. Yeah, on cast episode seven. All right, good. Where John had like a piece of paper that said, "Get us to three hundred right. likes." Oh, please. you remember that? That was good. <laughs> yeah, those are the days. Guys, man. get us to three hundred <laughs> likes right Went now. Old school. We wrote it on a piece of paper and everything. Man, that was great. Days. You should bring that back, man. Those are the those are the days. I should I should put like some in the background for that. I should get a whiteboard. I wasn't thinking back then. I was using like printer paper and a marker. The uh, classics, right? Oh well. Gives That's it fun. a good rustic feel, though. I, I like the old. It gives it a good like homely feel when you do stuff like homemade. that. You know? Yeah, yeah. It's, homemade feel. It's uh, but I did look. Evan actually did leave the uh, the number for last episode. It was like two seventy eight. So this should be episode two seventy nine. Evan is at a land party. Last time we went to a land party, he was there for like a month. <laughs> so, but he did pop in and run the show still while he was at the land party. So I'm thinking next week he'll be back, even if he's still at the land party. <laughs> hey, this is they have like they spend the night. There's like camp. There's some ridiculous oh. land parties going on over there, man. That's all I know. They they, they have a good time. They have a good time. <laughs> Tell me, there's other. Oh, never mind. We're not getting into that. <laughs> A lot, of, a lot of computers going on. <laughs> no, uh, no other people there. Just the dudes. Just the dudes. <laughs> I, I, uh, we, we do have some other people that may drop. I don't know. Nate just Nate's like randomly dropping in here and there, so we might see him. Uh, MVG is is out and about this weekend, so I'm assuming we'll see him next weekend. Uh, Click might be dropping in too. I wanted to get Click's take on the whole Splatoon three thing, so I don't, I don't know where, I don't know where click is right now we'll see we'll see anyway episode 279 thanks for everyone for stopping by let's see we have rgt85 how are we doing rgt hello i'm good good to have sean here if oj's a little loud i can do one of these jobs boom right, am i too loud i get that gotcha. often i think we got him okay there we go i just lowered you a little got bit him. on this side uh and let's see we have oj players how are we doing oj i'm doing good doing very good continue my um Spawncast pre-show, we hit, I think, like, another record today. Like, almost 450 people plus. We're getting towards 500 before the stream. So, thank you guys for coming out. Thanks for having me on. Very nice. Very nice. Then we have Jordan Fridge. Jordan, how we doing? 
Good. Glad to uh, glad to be here. It's an exciting uh, throwback week. Let's see, look at this. Hellman says Evan's not here. Definitely shows late AF. No intro music. Can't get the notifications out. Empire presence type check. I, I would like for the record to show that the a, that the after show has has an intro with a song and transitions. So yeah, I'm not it a does. complete idiot. I just it does. It has the cardboard. It has the uh, yeah. <laughs> The labo, the labo, uh, is, is like the stopping point for you. That's a little beyond me. <laughs> anyway, oh, see, look at that. Optic says RGT eighty five hat is fire. Need one. There you it go. Just that says N Y on it. it the, both everyone's hat just has two letters on it. Better than that trash some people are wearing on. The here. New York Giants. When was the last time they were good? Also, we have uh, – <laughs> Evan does a lot of the Discord questions. Uh, I'm going to see if I can pull them up on this screen. I'm not going to touch this other Discord screen here now because it might explode. Otherwise, actually, everything's working. So <laughs> I'll try to pull the Discord questions on this side as we go, though. So we'll, we'll make it work. We'll get it there. Um, but we do have some fun stuff to go over. We got the Microsoft Sony stuff flying all over again. Microsoft had some comments that sent the Internet off, but I'm sure we'll – We'll talk through that one. Splatoon 3 got its reveal. Some varying opinions. Sean wanted us to put controversy in the title, but I couldn't quite fit it. I had to just use reveal. We ran up right against a 100-character cap. Damn it. Yeah. We had the THQ Showcase. There are, like, maybe two or three games we could probably talk about there. And then at the end, I put in Nintendo's best system because uh, I, I did a video. I also put a poll up, and then I got some uh, some varying opinions on this. And I thought we would kind of talk about that to, to close it out for some fun um, is the Switch the best system Nintendo's ever released? I guess we'll we'll find out. Let's uh, let's let's start over here with the Microsoft situation. As I attempt to pull up these Discord questions, so we did have Microsoft respond to Sony. Sony, of course, ran out a whole list of reasons as to why the regulators, specifically this was in Brazil, should not allow the deal to go through, or why it would be problematic to them. Uh, in which case, they mentioned quite a bit about Call of Duty being its own genre, basically. It being the biggest franchise release ever. It's impossible to compete with it all, these different things. And that Game Pass actually is bad for consumers, it seems, because according to them, Game Pass would reduce the quality of games, which means we would get worse games in the long run. Microsoft responded. And what's interesting is the one thing that people took away from it is that Microsoft mentioned that uh, Sony had paid to block... Jordan's gone. <laughs> getting bigger, boys. We're getting bigger. That so Sony had paid to block uh, any or certain games going to Game Pass, and that set the internet off. I don't know if people were... People seemed kind of surprised by this, which was weird to me, uh, mostly because it's it's exclusivity, right, where it's, it's paid out and you're on this platform or you can't go to a service specifically because we have marketing and we don't want to advertise that you were pretty quick to this show you said you said exclusives are good that's what you said they are they so drive should, you to buy a system you're your team exclusivity here yes if, if, okay if if you want to play a certain game you buy the system that the that the, the game is available on if it's a multi there's things called multi-platform games which are available on everything and then there are exclusive games you don't buy a, a playstation 5 because you want to play the latest mario game or zelda game no you would buy a nintendo system it, it, i don't understand why this this it, it seems extreme and i am the king of pettiness 
And this seems like stupid petty to me. Like, that, okay, if that's the case, Sony, then put your first party titles on, on an Xbox. Like, I, I, I don't understand the mindset here. Hmm. Uh, what, do you, what did you think? What do you think, OJ? Uh, any 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 big deal here with them saying that uh, uh, they they were paying to keep stuff off of Game Pass? Apparently, Resident Evil Village was one that was leaked out before. It was this unverified document, but it seems like that's the one that people are pointing to the most. It right kind of seems like two people that do the same thing, like hypocrites, like in a, like in the prison, like two murderers, then one person murdered somebody worse than the other. Like oh, you're such a worse murderer than the other. It's like no, you guys are both doing things that try to bring the business and get someone to buy your system to RGT's point, right? So I don't understand why one is crying over the other and people are trying to pick and choose who's right and who's wrong. They both do it. Sony pays, and not even, let's talk about about paying for games to not go on Game Pass. They also just pay for outright exclusives. They just pay to own, like, not own, but Final Fantasy. I mean, Final Fantasy VII Remake, where is that on Xbox or on anything else? You know, it's on PC Steam, but how many years afterwards or how much longer afterwards? You know, um, they've done it with various other games, you know. So they both do things in order to get them people to buy their own system. So for Microsoft, it's Game Pass. It's buying all of Activision and Bethesda. They do that so people can buy Game Pass. Sony does their own way so they can get what they want and people to buy the system. So it seems like, reminds me of like a bitter ex-girlfriend to be honest, like, who's just really, it's like that one girl, you know, that, you know, that's just, that you're really ups, upset for, like, a just a bitter ex, just in general, you know? Like, listen, it, they bought, my, they, they bought them, you know? It's they bought them, that's it. They both, they both, they both do these type of things at the end of the day. They both purchase exclusivity from third parties. They both do all this type of stuff. So you can't complain one when you can't complain over one thing with another when you're doing the same thing and just in a different type of way you know right right because there was apparently a lot of redacted information i feel like they just started listing off games like you know what about this one what about this one finally said remake and any any of the other yeah i just pay, you know? i don't understand why people are trying to pick sides like no microsoft is more wrong. no sony no 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 guys 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 they both do this there were in some, their own different There were ways. some actually some very interesting passages in in these responses. I think they were more interesting than what they said about blocking games for Game Pass, which are more marketing deals. Like there was one because uh, we I know over on like recent era, uh, they did an entire like interpretation and translation because it was in uh, it is all of this happened in Brazil. So they had to translate over to English. But. One of them mentioned that Microsoft believes that Sony's isolated position can likely be explained by the fact that Microsoft's subscription game offering Game Pass was launched as Microsoft's competitive response to Xbox's failure in console wars and the need to offer players additional value compared to buy-to-play traditional model. So it's it's strange because in one way, Microsoft admits that the Xbox One was like a failing effort in the console wars, quote-unquote, or just the competitive nature of selling a box. And that Game yeah, I mean, Pass was the pivot. They got outsold by 50, 50, 70 billion? It was a lot. Yeah, it was it was more than two to one. So yeah. yeah, they got they got they got so Microsoft that's what happens when you get outsold, right? You gotta think of some type of thing to get back into it. Game Pass was a way for them to get back into it. Yeah, you I know? just I looked at this and I just all I really saw from this were lawyers battling back and forth over this. And Sony just being in a very vulnerable position and Microsoft's, I'm sure, very expensive lawyers, just just slapping them up, 
continuously. Yeah. That's all it really was. It was just, yeah. it was just like probably, even if you look at it, it's like one of the easiest things to basically say Sony's the only one that has a problem. They're quoting exclusivity. They do exclus- exclusivity all the time. What are we doing here? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was basically all it was. Um, Jordan, any thoughts on that? How do you feel about exclusivity in the gaming marketplace right now? Um, I don't know. I think it's definitely healthy to have consoles have their own reasons why you want to get them or else you just buy one console. I, there needs to be a reason to sell you on other consoles and it needs to be more than just console exclusive features or special things that one console can do that another can't. Um, so I don't know. I've definitely had opinions on certain things in the past, like, but honestly, I don't care. I don't expect if I want to play God of War, get a PlayStation. You know, if I wanted Spider Man, I would have just got a PlayStation, but now I can just get a PC. Um, but no, I really don't care. Exclusives are fine. I feel like exclusives were more of a pain when we were younger, I guess, and we only had one of the systems because, like, if you're a younger gamer sure. and you're kind of relying on your, your parents to buy, you're well, like, well, the, the exclusives were better then because a game on the Sega Genesis, well, not all the time, but mm-hmm. sometimes a game on the Sega Genesis was completely different than it was on the Super Nintendo. Look at mm, the Disney games, and yeah, uh, Jurassic Park was completely different. So, you know, it was, I don't know, it's such a weird thing. I, I do want to ask, um, Jordan, you're watching the stream back, right? Uh, um, who, who who are the two on the bottom? Because evidently the t- two people on the bottom, according to Low Cut, are big time Sony fanboys. Oh, that's so you I'll and take me. Them with the... we're on, we're on the How bottom. am I? When the fuck did I become a big time Sony fanboy? I thought you were the Nintendo is... guy. Just look uh, at you. Evidently, I, I wearing evidently a blue was... hat. You Sony fanboy. <laughs> wearing a blue hat. Hey, listen. Let me t- let me tell you something right now, guys. About like the pulling this whole kid angle, John. Listen. If I suffered through this type of stuff growing up, <laughs> y'all, y'all kids, y'all can suffer too. Yes, a lot of us didn't have money back in the day. A lot of us were broke. I grew up poor. My, I was very poor as a child. My parents did a good job of not telling me I was poor, but I kind of figured out, yeah, we're kind of poor. So I didn't have any. I didn't have a lot of money. I had to rent games. I had to mow lawns. I had to get bottles and stuff like that. And get, you, listen, if you ain't got enough money, yo, you. In today's day, kids can find ways to make make more money than kids could back then at any point. So I don't want to hear the whole, oh, well, I don't have the money for every single... Well, then play what you can play. You're not supposed to have everything as a child. That's what teaches you hard work. That's, You're not that's supposed a, to have everything. What the hell? A good, that's a very good point. You're, you're not supposed to have everything I yeah mean, i don't but i, I, I don't, want everything and that's I mean, not the point i had I a sega genesis when i was a kid i did not have a super nintendo would i have liked to play those games yes you'd go over to a friend's house who had a super nintendo and that's mm-hmm. how i would learn about the games and stuff but i i just don't get it I, I i don't get the mentality of you know exclusive bad everything needs to be on everything because it's, it's that's not the case if that was the case then we wouldn't need video game consoles you would just have one device probably a pc and that device would have everything on it and everyone would be scrapping and battling for it like competition is good competition is healthy look at look at pro i could equate this to pro wrestling look at pro wrestling right now that triple h is back in charge or is in charge of wwe the product has gotten substantially better already so what does that mean well the wwe is going to get better it's competition with aew is now going to have to up their game because they even uh tony khan came out and said yeah you know wwe is putting on a good product right now it's great to see because it develops competition i i i, I don't get it 
competition is good. You want exclusives. You want reasons to buy a system. If there wasn't exclusives, why would you buy a particular system? You know why? You know why it was better back in the day with uh, with console exclusives because the consoles were actually different from each other in terms of like their architecture, and we would just argue about if one game could run on another system. Like I remember back. With the PS2, the GameCube, and the Xbox, there was so much talk about if Halo could run on a GameCube or something because they were so different from it. Now they are they are all just mostly like the PlayStation, the Xbox, just PCs and little boxes, basically. Yeah. Uh, I kind of miss those days of like Sony developing an, an emotion engine chip for the PS2 and creating. I know people don't like the cell processor and all of that because of what it what it's limited the PS3 to to not being on with the ps4 and then five but even then it was like what could the cell do well we have to rely on uh sony's first party studios to figure it out because they're going to create specifically for it and now it is like i mean god of war could run on the xbox without too much issue metro brings up a best point the the i think the best instance of that was the playstation one the sega saturn and the n64 all three were completely different all three gave you completely different game experiences and even looking at it retrospectively i think it even shines more so how different all of those systems truly were and yeah there were multi-platform games for those systems but there are also games where it's like i wonder how this would perform on this system i wonder what this game would look like on this system so yeah. it was a fascinating i mean you could even time. say like someone mentioned uh nintendo in the chat. You, could even, you could even look at nintendo right now and be like they're just using an, an x1 it's known obviously it's known because it's emulated all over the place because it's it's an x1 uh, but even something like that we used to get like these weird custom designs from nintendo and sometimes good sometimes bad but you know like you said the 64 versus the ps1 was such a was such a weird time but it was looking back on it it was so okay, interesting let's, let's not forget the saturn the 2d powerhouse known as the saturn like a games like a stall absolutely gorgeous all the great arcade conversion well some of them weren't great but all all the arcade conversions on there that's why you bought a sega saturn you wanted to play daytona us you wanted to play your favorite arcade sega games you bought a sega saturn was the only one left on the shelf during christmas time dude Dude, i barely knew anybody with the sega saturn i'll be honest (laughs) so my mom Uh my mom Mm -hmm. was like I, i went to this weird like christian school for a like a year i think it was when mm. i lived at a place in north carolina and so i was like in fourth grade and my mom somehow was like one of the preschool teachers she had never taught before obviously the standards were very low there and i remember i was waiting for like school to start and i was uh with her in her preschool class and like some dude came in with like his little kid and he looks at my mom and he's like yeah i just uh just bought a sega saturn you ever heard of it and like i kind of looked <laughs> up and i'm like is he trying to woo my mom with a sega saturn he's like yeah it comes with uh daytona usa it's pretty cool it's just like the arcade version i was like this motherfucker is trying to woo my mom with a sega saturn and i remember the saturn was like 400 dollars or something when it dropped and i was so mad i was like how does this punk have a sega saturn and i don't i was very jealous <laughs> i remember there was one nice. kid up the street who had it and it probably sitting pretty now because they definitely had one of the Mega Man games with it Oh, dude, everything is – Yeah. Frank Thomas Big Hurt Baseball is a $20 game just because people want the case. Oh, ridiculous, ridiculous. Big Hurt Baseball. <laughs> yeah, I didn't – That's I didn't... definitely a 90s title right there. <laughs> big Big Hurt Baseball. Well, Frank... I heard on that baseball with Frank Thomas. Well, Frank Thomas, now he does those testosterone commercials, so, like, everything yeah, is yeah. come full circle. No, Frank Thomas was dope back in the day. No, he was he was awesome. Yeah, he was, one of yeah, he was great. He was great, great White player. Rock. He always he was a big old dude, just hit home runs all the time. Yeah, there was also one part of the the response from Microsoft 
because Sony says they couldn't compete with their Game Pass model. And Microsoft basically gave them advice and said, put your games on their day one. You'll be all right. <laughs> so that's basically what they said in the writing. I, like we, I can't said, compete with, we can't compete with them, even though we have a service that's also kind of basically similar. Basically, that's what Microsoft said, yeah. They were like, they introduced a direct competitor. Go ahead and put your games on the day one, see what happens. <laughs> there's nothing to back that up because Sony Sony titles usually sell very mm-hmm. well. Like, yeah. It's not like they're they're hurting for this. I mean, let's be realistic. Right now, the PlayStation Five is arguably has the better library when it comes to exclusives than the Xbox Series X. So it's like you're worried about something that may happen because Microsoft is acquiring all these studios and stuff like that. But it's like, yo, that that, that that's business, okay? That that's how business works. Philly Spencer said that the games are going to, some of the games are still going to stay multi They put it in here, right here in writing that Call of Duty will stay on PlayStation, like in this so writing with emulators. Now. Yeah, for now. <laughs> but, but I mean, what what are we complaining? It's, it's not like Sony doesn't have a first person shooter or two that they used to make, Resistant, Killzone. I don't recall oh, those but on Xbox. They, they know. But they Killzone. know that Killzone and Resistance have absolutely nothing when it comes to sales sales quality wise yeah those are pro- those can be better than call of- i like resistance and and uh and and killzone way better than i like call of duty but they know sales wise they can't a lot of sony's best look at the best sellers look at the ps4 bestseller look at the or look at the ps3 bestseller look at the ps4 bestseller look at well, just- ps5's bestselling games call of duty call of duty call of duty <laughs> but look at it from an exclusivity standpoint as, as far as like the past I guess you could say 10 years mm. where a game has released on the Xbox platform and a game has released on the PlayStation platform or a game is exclusive to Xbox and a game is exclusive to PlayStation. What sells better? What's moving more software? It's always PlayStation. At least nine times out of 10, it's always PlayStation. I would be hard pressed to think of an actual game that doesn't sell better on PlayStation. That's multi-platform. That's also available for Xbox. So it's it, to me, it's just worrying about something that that doesn't exist right now. And oh, but it's but it's going to exist, Sean. But is it? Yes. Sony seems know. to think it's going to. It's go- why wouldn't you think it's going to? If I'm a businessman and I've got this Game Pass and I've got Call of Duty and I've got this and I've got all these franchises, why wouldn't I eventually put it on exclusive exclusive on PC and why wouldn't I? Unless the only way would be like if they're obviously, you know, there's money to be made off that platform and they make money off of it, that would be it. But if it's like a new generation and it's I, you're starting at ground zero. Yeah. I think I think what you're I think what they're saying is they're I think Sony's concerned that Call of Duty is going to go on Game Pass day one and they'll be selling a $70 copy of it day one. Yeah, yeah that yeah, that's part all of all of it is part of it. It can be like even when the next systems come out, are they going to just like make Call of Duty exclusive after their their you know, deal runs out. I think it's like what three years or something. They can they can totally do that. So they're worried about a number of things. You know, yeah, and it looks bad, right? Like it looked bad even with their own game. What was it? MLB the show? Yeah, yeah. that was a little. That was a little bad. It yeah. looked it looked bad. Yeah. Right. Yeah, because they developed the game too. Sony did. Yeah. So. Uh, and it was I, on Game Pass. So. I mean, I got I got to admit, Call of Duty, it's coming. At, well, we believe it's coming every year. But next year they're going to do something a little different. But if we're just to go by past history, it's a most of us, I think, are like, eh, Game Pass, because it's going to come out with another one next year anyway. So it's rather than buy it over and over again. But that's uh, assuming you have an Xbox. I mean, you can have it on PC as well, right? Yeah. 
Eh, PC doesn't count. I'm talking about video game consoles. <laughs> it's gonna be consoles on the, only. It's gonna put, just, but but isn't Game Pass their console? That yeah, game, that's what I was gonna say because game yeah. like it's integrated into TVs and crap. Good. I'm I'm playing games right here while just, streaming. Good. Go I just think this this Call of Duty thing is just such a non-issue when it comes to the the bigger picture. Like, sure, mm. is it being free on one console? Maybe potentially. Uh, is that going to affect some sales on the PlayStation? Sure. If people have both consoles or if someone wants to not outright buy the game, sure, that is an option. But there's a lot of people that just have PlayStations. That's where they like to play, and they're going to spend the 70 because they like to play Call of Duty on the PlayStation. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think they need to be this worried or this scared losing marketing rights or having a competitor have the game for free because the people who still play on PlayStation and that's what they choose to play on are still going to buy it on PlayStation. So Jordan, I agree, but I think that Sony's scared that it can sway people from buying it on Xbox. I think that's, that's Sony's one of Sony's arguments. Not that I agree with it, but that's what they're saying. They're saying, Hey, well, if they get it, it's it's going to sway to where they're not going to play it on PlayStation anymore. That's such a small percentage. There's differences. There's people who prefer prefer controllers, prefer consoles. There's going to be so many of that in there that I, I just, I know that if you gave something for free, if you have to change up the complete way you play and all that other stuff on a different console, people are not going to outright switch if they want to play on the PlayStation. Uh, it's it's going to affect a small part of it, but it's such a non-worrying thing. I understand not having the marketing rights because that's a big big part of it, but who cares they've gone back and forth fighting over battlefield rights in the past before it's just it's just more business get something else and get the marketing rights for it to for the next big third party game or or figure out a way to compete if you're that scared of call of duty make your own game and make it better than call of duty make it the new big what you know competitive shooter what old shooter from sony do you bring back you can only pick one pick one which one I would bring back Killzone because it was always a graphical showcase okay. anyway. It's got to be a live so, one of their live service games. That's obviously yeah. why they would push it. Killzone yeah. would be the, yeah, okay. Killzone would be the okay. game. I mean, they have Destiny, but they say that's still going to stay multi-plat. Yeah. You know? I, man, Resistance just can't catch a break. Maybe they just they just got to bring them up. Just like get Re- get the old ones and bring them up to the PS5. Resistance is Resistance is fantastic. I think that Resistance would be good too. I just think that Killzone I guess would be a little bit if you're trying to compete with Call of Duty, I guess yeah. Killzone might be the game, you know? Yeah. Either kill it's either Killzone or SOCOM, I think. They're gonna pick one or the other. I mean SOCOM's <sighs> third person though. I do you think they I'd be curious. No. I'm curious if they take it first person. No, don't even do SOCOM if you're gonna do it first person. Uh, I yeah, I mean, yeah, SOCOM would need to come back as a really cool uh third person, you know, uh shooter. That'll just make That'd it be great. Over. It's fine. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> they can do that. They're probably you're right. They're probably going to do that. To be honest, I like the idea of Killzone. Maybe they get they get that together. That's the live service. They just call it just Killzone, not numbered or anything. I don't know. Yeah. Like Killzone Unlimited, yeah. Infinite, whatever. You know, the signify that it's yeah. going to be ongoing. Boom, there you go, and they're off and running. Um, I don't know. I, I'd be okay with that. I hope that if anything, and then that's a game. That's a game that's not available on Xbox. There you go. There you go. I hope if anything, this would just spur Sony to make a game so that would be multiplayer centric because they've been kind of down on multiplayer games in the last like three or four years it looks like they're setting it up they're setting up yeah, for it though they are yeah uh but like destruction what about All the Stars. last of us multiplayer is that yeah. going to be available on my xbox 
Like, I, I, it's such yeah, a stupid thing to me. First factions. Uh, yeah, I mean, like I said, it, it mostly blew up better. I'd say out of proportion because it's like, yeah, there's exclusives that exist. And yeah, I'm sure Sony's paid quite a bit of money to keep stuff off of Game Pass. But I think Call of Duty goes to Xbox and it's going to be an interesting uh, generation then. So we'll see, we'll see how, uh, how, that, how that turns out. Let me go to a Discord question here. Uh, this is from Carl saying, how would you feel about the boys game made by Insomniac? It could be fun. Everyone wants Insomniac to make like the the superhero kind of games, huh? Yeah. <laughs> the boys in... is such a, a weird concept because it's not all just about superhero fighting stuff. It's like a yeah. lot of like drama too. They'd you know? have to like take you and be like, all right, you're now a new member of the seven and you make it. Yeah. And that's how they'd probably have to do it. And you're technically... Maybe it could be good or bad. They have a morale system. I don't know. It, I maybe think like a then Mass sucker Effect. sucker punch would be the better. Ooh. Maybe um, like a Mass Effect style type of game. I don't. I'm not oh, really yeah. sure how that would work. Sucker punch. Yeah, everyone just goes to Insomniac immediately. Um, and I guess just because they've proven themselves with Spider Man, but uh, they're they're going to become like the superhero studio now. Is probably what's going to be. Yeah. With a uh, ratchet and clank thrown in there every every so often. Shout out to Andrew. Who says here that Noah lands wants something a bit meatier. Yeah, I go. hear that in my sleep at this point. <laughs> I, I I hear I'm the girl with the gall. The oh, gall. Yeah. I hear that in my sleep. Oh, man, uh, this one's from Commander saying, "Why is G currency so useless in Xenoblade Three? Is that just the gold? The gold that it's we use to buy stuff? Yeah, it's it's just the coins. He's buy accessories. He's buy accessories. Isn't that what I, I just buy accessories with it, right? That's you can buy accessories. Yeah, there's not really much because like a, a lot of times, like you can just get things from drops yeah yeah or like the side so, quests and stuff you're doing too and yeah some of the side know. quests so and i think about it, i have a lot of that piled up because i'll go to the vendor and i'll look and i'll be like some of my stuff's already better than this <laughs> yeah so. there's a lot of times it's like level one like common stuff but there are like better items but that's like nope on coins and all that you know yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. this is from nerd saying why did sony come up with a false name for the x button and call it cross it will always be x after memorizing the gta cheat codes on ps2 i they've always it's always been cross apparently I, I remember that came out on twitter what last year or something where they mentioned it and then everyone went into like manuals to check and every manual you went into it just showed the the a picture of the button they didn't even try to take sides with it apparently it's cross i guess if you think about it it's all symbols on the controller so it's circle square triangle and then cross mm-hmm. I don't know. That, that was a big talking point. I always called it X, though. Like, when you... I never went, like, yeah, now press cross. Or, and it's not O, it's circle? I get... Yeah. Yeah, circle. It's just what shapes. a world we're living in. Right? No wonder we're all going over to the Xbox for Call of Duty. <laughs> I'm out. Uh, then this one's from Zoob saying, how important are alternate modes? Single-player co-op, 1v1, player hubs, housing, battle royale, asymmetric, etc. To the success of a premium-priced... Primarily team versus team game. P.S. I already love Deep Cut, Splatoon 3 Idols. This is about Splatoon 3. So why don't why don't we go into the Splatoon 3 talk? I was hoping Click would be here, but she's not. Uh, I, some okay, I love Splatoon. I put uh, hundreds and hundreds of hours into the game. Yeah, but I'm not as I'm not as good as Click though. Well, Evan's not here either. <laughs> Evan's like the 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 Splatoon savant somehow. I don't know how this happened. Uh, but I already I've already got a copy coming for for him, so we can. We can ride his coattails to like top rank, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but we had this platoon three reveal. I want to click to be here because uh, she she was she had some words on. Tw- I said 
a very neutral and respectable thing for Splatoon, and she came in talking about Halo. I don't know what that was. <laughs> I just said definitely that. felt a bit disrespected. I she said felt like it. you're not putting the respect. John, you know about respect? I you know Birdman? You're not putting the respect on Splatoon's name. Let me pull this up. Let me, respect let me, on my name. Let me read that. I'm going to get this tweet. Hold on. Hold on. No, you got to watch that Breakfast Club interview. It'll be oh. a lot funnier when you watch it. <laughs> I just said, yep, that was definitely Splatoon. That's all I said. And Click comes in and says, okay, you're good. you'll get Halo content one day, or one day you'll get Halo content. I just said it looks like that was definitely Splatoon. I double-checked. The logo says Splatoon 3, so Splatoon is in there. If I put that up, it's it's definitely Splatoon. Not helping your case. He's going to come back even more upset at you. <laughs> should have put controversy. You should have figured out a way to put it in there. <laughs> so uh, I've decided, I've been writing jokes all week. I've decided that if Splatoon 3 does not get a higher Metacritic score than Halo Infinite, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to unleash jokes on it for the next year. What's what's Halo Infinite's score? Eighty six. Eighty six. Okay, that might be a bit tough to beat. It's but gonna it, be it interesting. It's. I think. Yeah, I, think I think it can. I think it can. Numbers, <laughs> You're basing yeah. Halo reviews on the day one content. That's insane. Yeah, I know. So one of the jokes is Platoon Three couldn't stand up to about thirty percent of Halo Infinite. That's all it is. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, okay. But I think I think Splatoon three has a chance to get above that because Splatoon two was like an eighty two or an eighty three or something. Yeah. So I Splatoon three looks significantly better than two from what I what I'm seeing right now. I don't know. Uh, I was told that it, that could, that could have been in an email. That was the other thing. Okay. Okay. Out. I got to call that out. Okay. So <laughs> I I don't know. Sean's right because I said it looked like Splatoon. I didn't say anything bad about this game. Right. People come in and say, well, it, it, it looks like a sequel. Why are you doing all this stuff? Uh, Kit's over here saying could have been in an email. People telling him to buy a hat. All right. I was being very, very nice about Splatoon. Um, and he just said it could have been a footnote in an email. Which on is Monday. so, it's so <laughs> dumb because all of these people were, were bitching that we need this. We need this reveal. Like you couldn't have done that. In I don't think he, I don't think he was he. I don't think he was. Was he? What? I think I think I think well, Kit's, he, I think Kit's been down on Splatoon three. Yeah, he's he's never really he's never really liked Splatoon much. He's not a fan of of it. So I mean, God damn, to, if he wouldn't act like it when he was getting a paycheck from him. Oh come on, there's no need to, dude. He's working for them. <laughs> so you can't you, you fuck man. Like, I don't even know like who the, we're talking about. The the dude who Kit and Krista. Kit, oh, I like them. From the I like them. I, I like don't know them. them. Yeah, their podcast, their podcast is their podcast is interesting just because they have stories from like E3. Yeah, and stuff like that. listen, he never really liked it, so I mean, it, it's fine. You know, he's not as big of a fan of it, and you know, he clearly from the from the beginning just to explain his standpoint just a little bit. Not saying that I agree, but just to explain his standpoint a little bit. You know, he's uh, he never really felt true. Like, oh my gosh, this is like he loves Splatoon in terms of the gameplay. It's a multiplayer game, and I think that when people look at like a multiplayer game, I think in today's day, because of all the games that do get updates, they kind of forgot what a sequel is and think automatically think that everything can just be an update and not when you know when it can't if you've played splatoon 2 you know like you can't just update the stuff well they probably would have already done it um and once again you know the graphics are much you know much better but they fundamentally fix i mean this is like code type of stuff that's the issues with the online multiplayer. They added a firing range when you go to, um, you know, when you go to play your friends and everything. They added like the little ghost things to where you can hop into it. I mean, it, it's not something that you can just add. I mean, you'd have to completely redo the game anyway. So that's like a new game. So just make the new get make, make the next game. You know, it looks it looks like the the social features, lobbies, invite. That's all like significantly better from what they were showing. 
And then, so, it's like, you know, brand new campaign. They've got brand new Splatfest, how the Splatfests even operate and work, you know? Um, I, I don't know the, I'm a little concerned about, like, the lobbies, though, because they're letting more than two people in there. They're not following the formula that's been set by the best-selling Mario sports game ever with Mario Strikers. Well, that's so. why you That's why you guys, all of you crazy Mario sports fans, you guys expect too much from these Mario sports games. They've never been anything more than what they are. Play a little bit with your friends. They've never been anything more I than I can't that. play it's with my friends. It's not my fault, you guys. No, you, I you up for no, Mario sports when it's never been more than what it is. A okay, little sports game to play with your friends. You can't, you can't BS your way through that statement. You cannot accept the Mario games the way they've been coming out for the sports just, series. Oh, I can absolutely <laughs> accept them. There, there's expect, an understanding that, like, yes, they're the sports games you games. turn on, but they are, they are, they are, they are, they are featureless, they are characterless, they have so many issues at launch, and a year after the games come out, then they're maybe worth the value at that point. It's it's not defendable where the games are now not versus where I'm the sports defend- games were Jordan. last generation, the generation Jordan, before, the generation it. before I'm- that. Jordan, I'm not defending it. I'm saying I don't expect anything from them. I wish that they added all that stuff in there. All that stuff that I'm never going to play. You should I've expect never, it. You know, we, should, we, shouldn't, we shouldn't complacent like, all right, you gave us part, I don't part care. of the game. Listen, just like you don't care about what Microsoft and Sony did, I don't care about that, Mario sports games. I sure, don't. but that doesn't I'll mean the statement. I Mario sports games like yeah, you guys Yeah, but I don't, do. expect, I don't expect these other... <laughs> instances to be lackluster when they make these decisions you know like with, with these games they're just not defendable being like well you shouldn't have expected much more than that no if people can expect whatever they want and you can demand whatever you i agree with all of you guys' videos and i even said the same criticisms that you're saying right now i said it too i'm just saying stop acting like mario sports games aren't splatoon they're not that they're never going to be that they're never going to be the same though you they're know price the same yeah, then don't. Bu- then it's not worth it. Then don't buy it. That's what I'm. I, I did. That's what I'm saying. That's <laughs> I have it. I learned my I lessons with aces. I yeah, that's what I'm saying. And you learn your lesson. Like yeah, it's I don't not expect some... shit from these games anymore. Until 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 it comes out and everyone's like, wow, this actually has all the features and a bunch of characters, and it doesn't feel like a half baked game that has content coming out later. Then cool. But I should expect when I'm paying sixty or seventy dollars for a game that it is the the games especially when they've made these games before and it's had all these things and now we're getting less and less of them what mario sports game had everything (laughs) they've all been pretty just for the times when they come out i didn't have (laughs) to wait i didn't have to to wait i didn't have to wait for updates or new additions to get the rest of the features that were shown off or promised or were there in the talking points when they first shut off the game yeah that's that's because there was no online back then that's, but that's not the that's not the problem I'm talking about. See, now we're just sure. gonna keep jumping into well, it's this time. It's, yeah, that was the time, and we're in a different time now where we should yeah. we shouldn't we're, sit here going. Well, we're in a time I, period where Halo that. launches with nothing. We're in a time period where Overwatch launches with nothing. We're in a time period with all these games launch with damn near nothing, and they all do updates. It doesn't mean we should sit here and expect, like, oh, can't wait for this half-baked Halo game to come out, and I'm going to really enjoy this half-baked aspect of it. I'm just saying, this is how multiplayer games are today. Jordan, I agree with you in what you're saying. I'm not disagreeing with what you're saying. What you're saying is correct. What I'm saying is that this is just how multiplayer games are. That's just, it's just this. Sure, and if but you disagree with me, I mean, let's 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 stop all the multiplayer games in today's day. Splatoon is the most featured complete game. Sure. I, okay. Yeah. And I'm not talking about Splatoon. Platforms. 
I was just only specifically making up the defense of incomplete games and being okay with that they're incomplete. Oh, don't expect much from these games. Just get them how they are. You jump in, you jump out. That's where my issues lie. If Splatoon right. comes out feature full, fantastic. If it comes out feature less full, then it'll be like, oh, what happened here? This is a disappointment. This wasn't like two. Two had a lot. And if three doesn't have a lot in it or doesn't have what it's lived up to be, that's not good. And we shouldn't be like, well, you should have expected it. I'm Listen, Mario sports games, I agree with you, Jordan. I'm not disagreeing with what you're saying. I agree with you. What I'm saying is that Mario sports games are just that. They've never, Splatoon 1 came out and had more than most Mario sports games. Whatever uh, happened. Uh, not at launch. <laughs> not at launch. So we'll it, had a sing, it had a good single, with Mario sports games, I mean, some of them. Right. Some of them have had like single players. They've had good multiplayers. Like some of them have had that. But I've never really seen like been enamored with anything that they've done from a from that standpoint. So I personally didn't expect it. If other people want to expect it, that's fine. I agree with you on that sense. I'm not disagreeing with that. Like I'm not I'm just saying, hey, look, this has been it how it is because they don't invest in these Mario sports games. Splatoon is like a multi million it's like 10 million plus no mario sports games ever sold like that so they invest in that they don't invest in these stupid mario sports games like that and i wish they did but they don't the thing the thing i was saying was splatoon one when it launched there wasn't much going on it was that was if that i i remember reviewing it and being like well i like the concept the graphics look nice but you know where's the meat and potatoes with it so i feel like it's something that has been lingering and there was no guarantee that Splatoon was was going to be super successful. Now, obviously, they rectified that with two, and the subsequent three, which I think for you called a sequel, it. You called it game of the year for Splatoon three in your video. It could it, look at this. I didn't say it was going to win game of the year. I said it was. It could be in talks for game okay. of the year, and I fully stand by that. Especially when you look at what this year has brought us or what it hasn't brought us, because now. Now, all of a sudden, it's cool to say that so, 2022 is a disappointment. Well, me, but when I fucking said it, no, no, you're right. Yeah, that's the best so year ever. If Splatoon 3 this been good. comes in at an 85 on Metacritic, Halo Infinite should be in the game of the year talks then, is what you're saying. <laughs> if, I mean, if Splatoon 3 <laughs> scores lower than Halo and it I'm doesn't just, have like a fundamentally I'm flawed feature in it, Halo we need to abolish. Uh, we need to abolish metacritic we need to abolish these websites because they're fucking morons you know they're what i, I you know morons. what i've decided i want halo infinite in the game of the year this like this the the ballot just to see how the internet reacts much like i wanted cyberpunk in there last year i was trying i pushed hard for cyberpunk it's interesting though because you know now we have a game like splatoon that has the single player has multiplayer has all of that and now when people say it should just be an update and it's now something different. Like, isn't this what people wanted in the multiplayer games you want or in these games? They wanted a bunch of content and all this stuff, right? And it's I guess it's like there, but now there's like issues with it. Should it just been an update, not a new game? I mean, I'm kind of schmixed on what like when it comes to these online games or when it comes to what people are expecting going forward. It's like, listen, look, the game's there, they're offering what they offer. If you want to buy it, you can buy it. We go through this every year with Call of Duty. I was about Uh, to say, is this is this just like Nintendo fans' first like Call of Duty experience where another game in the series comes out and it's very similar to the last game? Well, I mean like a sequel. I mean, if you think about it for for like um I mean I mean it's not like Nintendo makes shooters like that. (laughs) Like this is like this is a third person shooter, obviously, but like like even third parties don't like you don't see call of duty every year on the switch right so i mean 
kinda. But we go through this every time with Call of Duty. We even went through with Halo. People were like, this just looks like Halo again. It's like, I mean, yeah. I don't really know what what you're going to do in the first-person shooter genre necessarily because Splatoon's competitive. I You can't really mess with the core concept much. You can add wrinkles in, like they have the 180 turn, which looks great. The ability to blast up a wall very quickly. Uh, and then just an overall, I would say, better infrastructure when it comes to inviting friends in, customizing, expressing yourself, all that stuff. I was hoping MVG would be here because I wanted to ask him how that would be from developer standpoint of like you'd start over kind of uh, with assets, obviously, that you can reuse and build from the ground up. That's kind of what I'm seeing with, with Splatoon 3 more or less is them going back to the drawing board and figuring out what people were not enjoying about Splatoon 2 and it, obviously a lot of that was the online so they're like well let's make it better that's I mean they have some new maps they have five new maps I think and then the others are yeah, pulled from 12, the previous two yeah so 12 yeah 12 so, on day one which yeah. is way more than Halo Infinite still has now what Halo what did I don't know what did Halo Infinite do <laughs> you keep you you're the one who keeps bringing it up in the 86 Metacritic I'm just assuming Splatoon 3 is going to beat that because if not, might not. I, I might I might need Sean to show up and be like, you know what, Halo Infinite might be a game. No, it might not because out. people pick and choose when content is important or not. So like, it might not. Also, somebody <laughs> like, said sometimes in the content's chat. very sometimes it's very important. Sometimes yeah. you need it, and, and then other times, well, it's it's the same thing. That's Why true. it looks the same? I I some people are saying in the chat that hey, Halo came out last year, but it came out after the Game Awards, so it's technically up for this year. So it could be absolute mayhem at the Game Awards. It's very possible because if you remember last year, Halo Infinite won the Player's Choice Award where everyone votes to go through the brackets. The year before that, or the, that was the, the category that Fire Emblem won at one point. It was Halo Infinite last year. So, I mean, people will be mad at it, but I don't know. We'll see. Uh, hey, Splatoon 3, I, I think it looks good. I'm on board with it. I'm ready to play it. Yeah. Also, I, you know what I noticed? I... This is really strange to me because we went from the Wii U generation where there was, I mean, Nintendo seemed kind of opposed to the idea of games just being online. Like Mario, remember Super Mario 3D World when that came out and there was no online and everyone was like, why is there no online? Now it just seems like Nintendo's putting out a bunch of online games. Like a lot of multiplayer stuff's coming out of there now. Even smaller things like the Kirby buffet game. Like that's just a little $15 thing, but I mean, it's an online multiplayer game. Isn't you know? that coming out next week? It's, yes, is we coming up. Yeah, it's like a little Fall Guys Mario Party looking Kirby game. I don't know. It's 15 bucks. Looks kind of fun. But it's something else that's online enabled. So we went from last generation where it was mostly, uh, you know, Xbox and PlayStation doing a lot of multiplayer stuff. And now it's like Nintendo well, is doing the, all the multiplayer stuff. I mean, what, what was the game that got Nintendo into the multiplayer stuff? Bringing it all back full circle. Splatoon. I don't know. Probably Smash Brothers and us complaining about the online. This, oh man, Smash Brawl! <laughs> yeah, that was goodness gracious. I think internet wasn't the the infrastructure and internet wasn't quite ready, but yeah. I mean, Splatoon. You know. It it really does come down to these shooters. Like the shooters, it can tr attract that competitive scene, and then they're like, "Well, we got to now. Now we really got to build on this thing." And that's what they've been doing. They have had three Splatoon games now in ten years, I think. Then right, so, a little bit less than ten they, years. Yeah, yeah, so they're they're rolling with this franchise. Eight. Yeah, eight years. 20, 20. 2015. When we first saw Splatoon, I think it was, was it 2014. I remember playing at E3 yeah. and just being like, was... what the hell is this? I think it was 2014. Yeah. And then it came out 2015. Yep. Yep. So, I mean, 
I, I'm hopeful now because I'm seeing all this online. I'm kind of hopeful for games that we might not have expected to have online to get it. Like Metroid Prime 4 is going to make an appearance at some point. I wonder, you guys think that has an online multiplayer aspect to it too? It damn well better. No, I'm not even saying co-op. Like what if it has like a, it, it, like an arena shooter style. What if it setup? doesn't? What if it doesn't, Sean? It damn well better. What I'll if be it doesn't? Very, I'll be very disappointed that we haven't progressed past the superior system of the Nintendo DS, which had an oh, online multiplayer Metroid oh, gosh, Prime Hunters. Okay, so what, what game's better? Metroid Prime on the DS or Metroid Prime on like GameCube? Like if I want to play if I want to play multiplayer, it's uh, it's the DS one. No, just which game is better? Uh, the multiplayer is down the DS. No, no. <laughs> no, which game's better? I just want to know. Honestly, it's not a gotcha question. I just want to know which one yeah. which one's better. I put. Okay, I put thousands. And that's no hyperbole. Thousands of hours into Metroid Prime Hunters online. Mm. I'll leave it at that. And your wrist still okay. works and everything? You're fine? Oh, barely. Dude, that... Jerked <laughs> off a lot. Really strengthened it. I would play it more... <laughs> I would play it more... I mean, I will say this, Sean, to your point, to your credit. I think I definitely... If they had... Like, let's just say that was, like, remade. Like a remake. On the Switch, like with good graphics and everything and all that. No, it had like 30 fucking maps in that game. I think I would play that like a lot if they remade and it was like not on the DS, you know? Because like uh, I just can't put my hands on the sticking everything for the, for the Switch. Voice, built in voice chat right there with the Nintendo DS. A little well, microphone. We wouldn't, we wouldn't get that, but <laughs> no. We get the voice chat out. Let's go. <laughs> uh, now, Jeff. Someone asked why Jeff is on stream. Jeff can come on stream if he wants. It's up to him. Sometimes sometimes people just want to kind of hang out, type here and there in the chat. It might be Yell at Sean. <laughs> Jeff Grubb is always welcome if he wants to pop in. It's fine. Uh, yeah, see, he's driving home. See? Can't be getting on chat when you're driving in the stream. Okay. I'm on board with Splatoon. We got the information. Uh, even things like, I don't know, the card game. What do you think, Sean? You went on that? I hate card games. Okay, good. But... It looks like Tetris, so it's not. It's kind of like a puzzle. I, it seems like yeah. you're gonna play, and like you'll get packs as you either win matches or get enough currency or whatever. I don't know. It, it seems like an extra thing that could be fun, and it looks like it's just cosmetic stuff that's tied to it. So uh, I'm, uh, I'm on board with that too. I don't know. It's an extra thing. Could be fun. We'll see. Otherwise, just ignore it and we just do Splatfest or whatever. I don't know. Uh, we have the event later on this month. It's gonna be three. It's rock paper scissors. What's everyone going? Rock. I'm going rock as well. Team rock. It's rock, paper, scissors. Jordan, what are you? Um, I don't know. What? I don't know. Rock. Okay, good. There you go. We're all in. I mean, if we're going to play, I guess we have to be on the same. Do we have to be on the same one? I assume we do. I guess. Yeah. All right. We're going we're gonna to play this, this uh, what's it, two weeks from now? Yeah, we'll play it two weeks from now, and I'm sure we'll have some thoughts then for the podcast. But I think it's shaping up to be a, a good game for Nintendo. I'm looking forward to it. Going to do big numbers. I already know that. It's uh, the second one's like 14. No, it's like 13 and a half million or something like that. It's, it's I think it's just behind Ring Fit Adventure, if I'm not mistaken. It's uh, it, it's it's going to do really well. Japan, the numbers are going to be crazy on the charts. And it'll, it'll be big for Nintendo. So. And we're going to have two years of content after it launches. They already announced the paid DLC, because why not? <laughs> I don't know. That's mm. just, yeah, that's the way it goes. And, hey, big-time live service game from Nintendo coming in. Live service? What? Live service. What? Nintendo making what? it happen. <laughs> what? Making it happen. 
Uh, let's see. Oh, I do need to go to the super chat at some point too. I got I got some more Discord questions over here. This is from Mike saying, "Great Xbox 360 video. I remember trading my GameCube in for a 360." A uh, little palm face there. Bioshock was my first game, and I was absolutely blown away. I mean, yeah, Bioshock was a ridiculous experience for the first time. It was a good idea. It seemed like a good idea at the time. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because you see the 360 is nice and shiny, the visuals and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Over the years, Microsoft had Xbox Arcade, and they had amazing games on there. Bomberman Live was a great online experience, and so was South Park. Let's go tower defense. Do you think Microsoft will bring back some of the older arcade games? Can we, can we still get the South Park game back into existence? Can we will that South Park game? I don't remember playing that South Park game. I wouldn't mind them going back, but some of those are licensing issues. Like they'd have to like get up Doritos with, Crash Course one and two. That one, yeah. <laughs> they have to go back and renew licensing. I don't know if it's to them it's worth it for older arcade games, but I think it'd be fun uh, to do it. Why not? Eric says, "Do you think Hogwarts Legacy is getting delayed?" I do. I think it's getting delayed. I think it's next year. I think it's coming out. Sure. I, dude, that was good timing. This is on the 11th of August. They asked this question. <laughs> wow. That's like a day before it actually got delayed. So shout out to Eric. Oh, man, that's funny. Like eerily accurate with that question for timing. Uh, Horror's legacy coming out next year. Now, February, another game missing the, the cut here. There were some talks that, I think it was over on Kind of Funny where they mentioned uh, that they had talked to developers and some were being pushed away from God of War or concerns mm-hmm. around launching with it. That wouldn't shock me necessarily. Can't launch next to God of War. It's going to destroy us. That, that happened to... Oh, dude. They're completely different games. I don't think the little fucking Harry Potter kid with his little wand is like, I want to play God of War. No, but, uh, he who has the marketing is. rights? Who has the, mar- who has the marketing rights? Yeah, if Sony has the marketing they do. rights, uh, they do. Okay, okay, okay so, that's different. Yeah, they so they're just pushing it aside. Look well, they were their... probably like, it's it's either coming out November or December, and Sony's like, neither of those. <laughs> I mean, that's that that was for Spo- I mean, Forspoken got pushed because of that too. Oh gosh, Forspoken. I think Forspoken got pushed for other. <laughs> I was gonna. Say, I don't know. I, I think they're ready to. Well, push. we also had that script. While we're on the topic of delays, Marvel Midnight Suns got pushed too. Damn it, man! That's what, that was my game. And of then the year. Metal Slug Tactics got pushed. Hey, yo, that, that game actually looks kind of lit, lit though. In Advance Wars. Yeah, it's cards. Sean's mad about this. No, card, no. Though, right? it, listen, listen, listen. It's cards, but it's it's like a it's like XCOM with cards. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like Metal Gear. Um, acid. The fuck is the acid, yeah. an acid too that I force myself to like, and that's no, why but, I hate card games. But no, it's not like Pokemon the trading card game. <laughs> oh, it's I like, know, it's like, it's like awesome. acid. Gotta get that in the, on the Switch Online. Though. It looks. It, have you seen the gameplay of it? They haven't showed much. Have you seen the gameplay, Sean? Yeah, I've seen the the little. I've seen mostly the cinematic. Might, I almost wonder if they delayed it again. To, I don't want to say rework, but maybe lower the uh the, i guess the reliance on a card just like hide it a little better maybe i don't know it's i don't uh, know man i was watching the, like there's a there's a bigger like not really known gameplay trailer that they showed mm-hmm. and yes there's cards but it has full 3d graphics it looks like it's XCOM just with marvel yeah. you know that that's what it it's looks like, like Phantom, yeah there's some it's cards, like but... phantom dust maybe a little bit yeah, a little bit. Yeah, little bit, something like that. Yeah. I mean, it, it looks it looks really cool. Like it, the concept seems like corny, right? Cards and like XCOM, like it seems corny, but the gameplay actually looks legit, and like the graphics look great too. So I mean, I don't know. I think it might be. I mean, it's it's Fraxis making the game, so these are the guys that made you know the good XCOM game. So I I think the game is going to be solid when it comes out. It's it's funny because we were I I feel like in 2021 we were all like 2022 is going to be this massive year, and now. 
I mean, 2023 looks like it, it should be a massive year, right? Like that, Nothing uh, is guaranteed, my friend. I know, but like, just off the top of my head, we, we just talked about these games getting pushed 2023. Spider-Man, new one coming out. You got Zelda, Breath you of the think Wild think it's coming 2. out next year? In, I, I have to give Insomniac the benefit of the doubt because they have been on point so far to hold up the PS5. Let's be real. I think Spider-Man is a holiday game next year, no I think doubt. So too. Between between September and the holiday season, yep. easy. But yep. is it enough? Will they do enough, or is this a Splatoon situation? Oh, good question. Good question. I'd be interested. Get your controversy. Get your controversy tag ready oh, for that let's one. Let's go. Let's go. I mean, it's gonna be PS5 only, right? So I assume. Maybe What's the... Xbox gonna do? They can't compete with a Spider-Man game. Yeah, they're gonna have to get online and and complain about it. I think. Yep. <laughs> I like Starfield and Redfall and uh, Banjo Kazooie and yeah, Starfield Redfall really. Hey, that's like the first couple releases next year, right? Is it? Are you sure about? I don't that? know. I, I I like to think that Starfield's <laughs> in the first half, but I I don't know. I mean, at this point, I think it's just ready when it's ready. I see June earliest for Star- oh, Starfield. Okay, the summer release. I could see that. Okay. Isn't June still technically spring? For uh, just like the first two weeks of June or something yeah, like that. For, Where I live, yeah, like yeah. June, like I don't know, it's it gets hot soon, I so I say June's like summer. Said Splatoon's coming out in summer and it's coming out in September, but technically it's still summer. So I, I yeah. they keep saying seasons. Who knows? It's coming out whenever. <laughs> Starfield November twenty twenty three is what a lot of people are saying. Ooh. I think you're probably right. November, wow. There's a good chance of that happening too. Interesting. You got you got you got those got scores. Scores coming out next year too. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that. We get the wheel. We get the whole set. Yeah. Well, I mean, all I gotta do is buy a new wheel. That's, all right, we got work. So it'll it'll work with my rig. But yeah, right. I, I'm really looking forward to that. I'll play game. some Forza. We could do that online. That could be fun. Yeah. Uh, this is from. Oh gosh, that's right. Sid says, any idea when Advance Wars will likely drop? December. Push it out the door. Get to next year. <laughs> Come on, December thirtieth or thirty first. Yeah. <laughs> This year, push it out the door. Just we're out. I still it. want it. I still, I'm still desperate to get I that know. game. I know there were some like retail leaks where they were apparently like next year, 2023. I'm like, ah, it's just, I feel like you get it out of the way in December, just push it out the door, and then roll into January with some sort of direct or something. You know? yeah, those two are still fighting, too. By the way, that's the worst part. Yeah, so Nintendo's kind of <laughs> like, st- what do we do with this now? They Great. still fight, like, ain't nobody tired, can't go home. God, yeah, I, feel like, I, I feel like if Nintendo had just bit the bullet, just like release it by now, no one would even be like talking about it I, anymore. Nintendo just I don't on. think, I, I think, besides polygon and kotaku nobody would have talked about it early anyways <laughs> i i feel like no it's, uh, is anyone gonna say anything when call of duty comes out this year like oh, these sons of bitches are the so insensitive no they're gonna play their fucking call of duty that actually looks like a war game instead of a cartoon fucking game they are like, literally gonna launch a game called warzone 2 <laughs> yeah like duh, that's fine advance wars no sir yeah i i feel like they probably could have just released it moved on and it would have been like a week of back and forth and that would have been it but now they're kind of holding on to it because they've decided to make that move so it's like it'll be here someday i don't mean nintendo sat on games for up to a year and a half before so they'll probably hang out with it and let's finish up this one and then we'll, we'll go to the next topic. hot sauce says with sony getting into the pc space more and more even allowing dual sense adaptive triggers and haptic feedback in spider-man on steam how do they explain it giving 
better than next gen experiences with newer GPUs coming out and you still can't really buy a PS5. Shout out to Hot Sauce for the question there. How do they explain giving better than next gen experience with newer GPUs coming out and you still can't buy? Oh, I see what you're saying. So the, the GPUs are going to get announced here soon. Probably by NVIDIA, the 4000 series. I think only one of them is going to launch this year. It might be the 4090 and then they'll drop the 4080 next year. But they're going to be significantly more powerful than the consoles. Like you're, you're going to look at that and be like, hey, they'll completely conquered 4K and the, this will be a push to 8K. <laughs> I mean, this is the way it is. But they'll have 4K, 120, and, or 144 and all of this. Uh, I mean, it just comes down to simplicity. of the. You're not going to buy a 4000 series for less than the PS5. So you go on cost of the PS5 and you go on convenience. And that's basically what's kept consoles around as it is. Some people, I'll tell you now, they don't want to put a video card in a system. They don't want to deal with Windows. They just want to sit on the couch and play games after after work. That's all it is. I, I've I've sold a lot of consoles to people who that's their that's their mentality. It's mine. There you go. That's Say, my mentality. I got like a thirty. What do I got? What, what do I have? I got like a. I got a, yeah. There you go. Thank there you. you. Go. I got a thirty. <laughs> I got a thirty. I haven't played a single damn thing. I don't care. Just give me a console. Let me get my PS Five, my Switch, or my Xbox, and that's that's that. Yeah, I think I think at times because we're also plugged into gaming and and you know you, you'll set up your PC all nice and everything. Like, this is great. Why would anyone play anything different? And it's like, well, there's the mainstream who's like, I just I want to play you know the Switch in handheld mode. And that's it, kind of thing. You know, so. There is a large mainstream who doesn't necessarily want to get in the weeds when it comes to setting up their stuff. So, uh, and oh, okay, la the last question's right here. Uh, Z Zid says, "How do you find yourself? Do you find yourself still using your Steam Deck? And for what games mainly? I, I do actually. I do still use. I was actually I was playing Metal Gear Solid Five the other day, Sean, because I had beat it on Steam. Because you were talking about it, I was like, yep. it, it really is dry for Sean if he went back and he's playing Metal Gear Solid Five right now." But I, I I still can't figure out why I didn't like it back in the day. It's good. I'm, I'm thoroughly enjoying yeah, it. Yeah, it's a great game. I, I'm in I'm in the Africa section. Okay. Um, I just did, but it's weird because I must have played it a good bit because I remember most of the stuff. Now that I'm playing through it again, I remember mm. doing most of these missions. I only like, played through it once. I wanted to play through it again, but I fired up the Steam Deck and I checked my my time played is like 57 hours or something. So it's oh, wow. it's a longer game. I think the game's like 40 something hours if you just yeah, I, go through I, it casually. Well, I keep dicking around with all the side quests and stuff. I, oh, yeah. I just free roam. I'm like, I need all these bases. All these bases <laughs> belong to me. It's a good game. But that's what I was actually playing the other day on the Steam Deck. And you know what? It runs great. Runs really well. Got 60 frames, I believe, out of it. No problem. How's so, the core efficiency, though? Core efficient. Thank you. <laughs> I, uh, I I was curious about Spider-Man. People were saying it played pretty well. Um, so, I don't know. I might look at that. I'd be, I think out of Spider-Man or God of War on the Steam Deck, I'd be maybe more curious to see God of War, just because that feels like a real graphical showcase for it. But handheld Spider-Man is, is very intriguing. Let's go to... We can talk about the THQ showcase. Did anyone get a chance to watch this? Uh, I watched the highlights of it. Two okay. games stuck out to me. New Alone in the Dark. Yep, that's game one. I saw that and I was like, this is really cool. I'm sure a lot of people online will be like, awesome. What's Alone in the Dark? <laughs> uh, this is a... This is a... I mean, it is a bit... All, I don't remember it was on like the... Gosh, the PS1. I remember it on PC, but it was also on the PS1. So, well, it, yeah, it was originally a PC game, kind of a precursor to um, Resident Evil as far as survival horror stuff goes. Um, they did it on, there was a place 
PlayStation 1 game. I remember playing that. It was a two-disc game. It wasn't too bad. They actually ported the game over to the Game Boy Color, and it's one of the most technically impressive Game Boy Color games by far. Like, it's insane what they fucking... Dude, look up that game sometime. It's absolutely mind-melting what they did with that on the Game Boy Color. Yet Nintendo still says the Game Boy and the Game Boy Color were the same system. Clearly, they weren't with that game. Um... But yeah, then they did the reboot that came out on the, the PS3, Xbox 360, and the Wii, and didn't do all that great. It had a lot of core problems, but I think it'll be fun. They're going back to a more Lovecraft style with it, so kind of like the Beneath the Sinking City um, sort of theme to it. Um, but I think it looks good. I, I, I'm really looking forward to it, actually. Okay. Well, dark. It said it's a reimagining, and they even showed off some, I think, some pretty good-looking screenshots of it. I, I do like how we're getting more and more like horror games and stuff now. It's it feels like it's kind of being uh, re-energized, I guess, now for that that kind of genre. I feel well, yeah, because we got so many. It's just a short span between like the the PS2 and then leading into the PS3 and the Xbox 360. It definitely got very oversaturated to the point of where it's like you couldn't tell one apart from the other. Yeah, yeah. I mean, hey, I'm all for it. To see Alone in the Dark kind of get a bit of a rebirth, that'd be really cool. Uh, then we had, they were just going off on a lot of PC games. Tempest, there's like Tempest Rising real-time strategy game. You're right, Sean, some of these uh, these trailers don't match up with the gameplay. <laughs> like the Alien game that we had at that one show. and it was. I love those. Yeah. Um, then the Space for Sale, which is like this little uh, No Man's Sky looking thing. Uh, it could be kind of fun. Destroy All Humans 2, reprobed. Looks awesome. I like the re- the remake that they did for the first one. I think people should check it out. It's a still blast. Uh, Destroy Humans 2, though. Gothic remake. Jagged Alliance 3. Starring Jagged Edge. Meet me at the altar in your white dress. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't getting younger. We might as well do it. <laughs> Outcast 2 story and gameplay trailer. Knights of Honor 2. SpongeBob SquarePants. Jordan, the Cosmic Shake. How are we feeling yeah. here? How are we feeling with this one? It's looking looking like a fun new SpongeBob game that they took a lot of the notes. This is this is was this was the ultimate like end game for the, the SpongeBob franchise was to get a proper remake of Battle for Bikini Bottom and then continue on games with that similar structure. Um and it looks like it's Brand more new. Yeah, it looks like it's more of that, a bunch of new uh, features and gameplay mechanics. And, uh, yeah, I'm excited to see whatever this new SpongeBob game holds. You're on that day one, right? Oh, absolutely. Awesome, awesome. I'm curious to see your thoughts on that. Uh, I do like the, vis- the visual style. It still kind of has that old school, like, from, like, the PS2 GameCube era. Uh, but they've kind of, you know, tuned it up so it looks more modern now. I, I still mm-hmm. like how they kind of kept that that it's 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 weird it's like a 3d cartoony looks not like cell share or anything i don't know it's, it's still very strange reminiscent of that time period so i i like oh, it. Yeah. i like how it looks the valiant got a gameplay for that a strategy game way of the hunter and we had recreation which actually that, looked, looks kind of cool. interesting right yeah. i saw that i was like ah oh, that's there was a trailer that went up early it's from get this the ex-developers of games like burnout and need for speed coming together to make it yeah i think it i think that game has some potential that is interesting open world and stuff like 
this massive, this massive sandbox. You can kind of just build and create tracks and all of this. They had them like doing loops and, and all kinds of stuff. And you guys come together online and, and kind of build this stuff. It looked pretty cool. Actually. I was a little, little surprised on that one. Um, they but also teased the uh, uh, South Park I was gonna, thing, too. I was trying to figure this one out because they closed it, and I don't really – that was a weird way to close it out. Like, they had nothing for South Park, this this game? What is it? That's the I mean, thing. It just basically thing. was – But wasn't Ubisoft South Park? Yeah. So did THQ just get the license or something, or how does I... that work? And how are, how are Polygon and Kotaku going to review that game? That's my question. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm i curious. What if this is – there's a lot of possibilities here with the South Park game. Like, Because obviously with Ubisoft, they did like that – the RPG style. And I really liked the, those South Park games. I thought they were fun. They were unique. They were interesting. They had, you know, obviously the South Park comedy you, to it. Come on. Uh, you got the – you got the – ignoring the originals? The first-person shooter? That's what I was going to ask. Chef's Love Shack? But is this <laughs> – is this going to be a sequel to the first person shooter where you have the peace snowballs? I would love that. That honestly. would I, I actually hope that's what they do here because I feel like THQ is kind of smart right now in the sense that they're not investing in something that's going to cost hundreds of millions of dollars to make. They are like, all right, right. let's get a lot of the smaller, what do they call them, double A titles together. Yeah, let's just release the a whole bunch of I games. Missed. The, the middleware yeah. bring back okay, the middleware sure. we'll go with middleware uh but the, but just a lot of those titles i don't mind that you know i think there's a a place for that in gaming right now because and a lot do... of them are budget titles as well they're not yeah. your full 60 dollars and stuff like that mm -hmm. like probably i would imagine the recreation game is probably going to be a full 60 and AEW is probably going to be a full 60 we're going to talk about AEW in a second yeah <laughs> I, I actually finally talk about it in my video tomorrow i uh people asking me. i kind of like what we're getting out of thq right now they still have a lot of games that are in development too there's like 25 are still in development um and just about ready to show so they're they're rolling right now, um, but I, I kind of like the, the the position they're taking here. A bit different from, like, the big publishers who are like, we're going to release one or two games a year that are hundreds of millions of dollars, and then we'll have probably a live service game or something thrown in. So, like, they're doing SpongeBob to publishing AEW to doing Time Splitters to Dark Side. They're all over the place right now, and I, I like it. You don't know what's going to show up. Alone in the Dark remake. Who would have seen that coming? But we did have AEW, Sean, fight forever. What do we think? Day one. Buying it on Switch? I mean, to... I got to buy it, too. I have to get it on Switch and, and then probably... What are we getting on the Xbox, you think? I'm getting it on Xbox. I'm getting Switch and Xbox. Switch need... for the video, Xbox for the enjoyment, just in case it's a debacle. I need the, the redemption arc after paying for WWE 2K18. I, you'll definitely get it. I need if, the redemption. If the game functions... You get it. If you can have more than a one-on-one -on -one match, you <laughs> hey, literally have technically worked, just not very no. well. <laughs> I don't think that worked. I, I don't think you can classify that as work. But no, I, I think it. I don't think you can expect some of the level of polish of WWE games. But I mean, there really hasn't been that because I think the yearly cycle is very stupid for these games. Yes, and I agree. When they took a year off and they went back to the drawing board, they made a pretty decent product. It's you didn't still buy a little it, bit glitchy. I didn't buy it, no, but I watch I watch enough videos. Um, I put I put fifty hours in the two K twenty two. Like up? It, it, it's it looks it look it looks a lot better, but, but they've already announced. Oh, we're doing WWE two K twenty three. It's like Jesus Christ, did you not learn your lesson? Like they got to get away from the the numbering. Just go back to doing things like, like 
WWE, like they did, they did SmackDown, Shut Your Mouth. They did, uh, obviously we have No Mercy from the 64. You get uh, Here Comes the Pain. I like those titles. They're more creative and interesting. Whereas it's like 2K22, 23, 24. And there wasn't 25. These, like, <laughs> even the story modes were light years better. Like they, they try yes. to do the more realistic stories. And it's like, this is stupid. Mm -hmm. I don't. The, the the one for WWE 2K20, it literally made me want to stick a fork in that my eye. That was pretty bad. I will a say 2K22 fork. was better because they started you in, like, the performance center, and you had to work your way up. So they had you training with, like, what, uh, a Bulldog and uh, Shawn Michaels and stuff. And eventually you can That's work your cool. way on to SmackDown. Wait, British Bulldog? I, th I think he was. I think he was. He's definitely been you. dead for, like, 15 years. No, 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 no not him. The, um... <laughs> I feel like he was wise from your grave. We need you to. Do I need to see who's in the performance. It was Shawn Michaels and the other guys usually in there. Oh, what's his name? He's part. Of, he was part of the Albert. Oh, a uh, road dog. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, who's yeah. Now un, uh, who's now unemployed. There you go. Hey, 2K23 coming up. They'll update that roster next year. <laughs> but no, I, I think uh, the AEW game, it looks like they went the more simplistic route, the more SmackDown, shut your mouth, the more no mercy route, the mini games whatever i mean maybe that's just for more mass appeal or something like that take yes. it or leave it i don't care i will try them once and then move on without my day but like it seems like it has a lot of game modes it seems like you know we got no uh unsanctioned matches you have exploding barbed wire matches um they showed some of the weapons like a trash can a fire extinguisher uh they showed some of the characters such as abaddon who that's the first we've seen of her i'm at the point now where okay I'm sold. Give me the, mm -hmm. give me the roster. Give me the control scheme, how it's going to control, because I don't think it's going to be nearly as complex as some of the WWE games, but I don't want it to be too simplistic. I don't want it to be like, you think no mercy. Cause it's, it's, it's the people did no mercy. Well, yeah. The, the producer of yeah. the game is the producer of no mercy. So yeah. if it's, if it's literally no mercy esque, I'll say, um, okay perfect. Because, okay. because even, even if you think about it and I say all this in my video tomorrow, I've already filmed it. So make sure you watch it tomorrow damn it um no mercy at its core had a very simplistic control scheme mm -hmm. it was just you tap a button or you hold a button like you could pick up and you play that grapple game. where it's like <laughs> yeah you do, you, do, you do the weak grapple or you do the grapple and then it's like it's it's very it's very easy i've heard good things about rumble verse um i need to check it out but i have not go on um, um yeah i i'm extremely excited for it and honestly I'm not going to be surprised if that game comes out this year because beyond AW supposed to come out this year. They said 2022. Well, I mean, there's a lot of things are supposed to come out this year, Jonathan. Um, but no, beyond just that trailer, um, AEW has been hyping it up on uh, TV, like mm -hmm. available on all consoles coming soon. So fucking give it to me, man. I'm, I am so ready for that. I'm so ready. I'm so ready for, not to say that there haven't been enjoyable wrestling games. There's been smaller enjoyable wrestling games. Retromania I had fun with. Mm -hmm. Action Arcade Wrestling I had fun with. Uh, wrestling Empire I had fun with. But I want a proper wrestling game to go alongside of those. And I'm so ready for one to be a proper wrestling game. Hey, man, if they can make it work on the Switch and they're the only, like, full wrestling game there, like, I think that's big for them. So I'm, I'm, I'm hoping it turns out to be good because I need, I need WWE to get slapped around a bit on their video game front. I mean, and once again, kids, competition is good. We want this game to be good. We want this game to be successful because then WWE would have to step up their game. Drop the Let's, 2K naming. 
plus you have Sting. So like by default, mm. I think the game is already better than 2K22. I just like that they they went Sting. with their own. They could have just done AEW 2K22 or three. They could do that. I like that they came up with a name for it. Fight. Yes. Like that's good. That's a good idea. And I, I, I don't expect there. I, there's that. I think this game will come out this year, and you're not gonna hear shit for a year or for probably two years. They'll probably just I'm add stuff that. into the game. Yeah. And you probably won't hear a damn thing about a new game for like two years. And that's what I want because that, that honestly shows a bit more confidence in your product. You're like, yo, this is a game like no mercy where it's fucking 30 years later or 20 years later, you're still playing it. You still want to play it. You still think about it. It still plays great. It's still fun because we didn't overcomplicate it. So sure. We go over to some of the, Super chats here. Hey, it's good. Good showing from uh, from THQ. I'd say that, like I said, some of the games that weren't necessarily what I was looking for, but like AEW was cool to see there uh, and Alone in the Dark and and all of this. So apparently, AEW will be playable at Gamescom along with two or three other of these games. So I really, sure we'll yep, I'm sure we'll see footage oh, for some of them am, in a week and a half. I hope. I hope. I I wonder what build that's gonna be because if they're hyping it up for a game to come out this year. That could be a pretty complete build, mm-hmm. and maybe we'll learn about the roster and the controls. Oh, now I'm excited for Gamescom. I there didn't give a shit about it beforehand. There you go. Let me go over to the Super Chats here. Trevor says, I love my wife, and then have you heard about Graggle Simpson? He's real. Apparently, that's a whole Simpsons thing that I'm not aware of. Graggle Simpson? But I looked it up. It's a character from, I think it was modded from an old Simpsons game, and apparently, they, I guess, will find its way into a, an what episode or something. What the hell is this? Yeah, you, you do some research on that, Sean. Hellman says, Evan's not here, and it definitely shows we did that. <laughs> uh, this is from HB saying, all of the fire slander is giving me a big headache. Let's use our noggins and move ahead. This has been weighing on my mind for quite some time. What were we slandering? What were we slandering? I don't know. It said fire. Fine. Why is why is Graggle Simpson naked? <laughs> Tjo says, "Just joined as a member. How do I get to the Discord?" That it sounds like an Evan question. <laughs> I will get we'll get back to you, Tjo. We'll get we'll get you in there. Uh, that way you can drop a question for our Discord Q and A. Rascal says, "If you're not uh, oh playing Cult of the Lamb, you're missing out. Well worth the price tag." I keep hearing about that. It sounds like an interesting concept. I, I might check um, it out. It's number one game on the eShop just kind of exploded to the top today. Apparently, it's like recently. this. Animal Crossing arcade esque game. I don't. I, I don't know. I have to say, a rogue like action adventure game developed by the indie developer Massive Monster. Yeah, apparently you run a cult and you recruit people to it and everything. It's like see, like cute creatures, like an Animal Crossing kind of. See, thing. I wish it was like a real cult with like real people. Like, think of how cool that would be. I think it's better here to, like, because it's people. But it makes sense. I think it's more interesting here because it's it's the art style and it's this contrasting thing with these cute little characters, but they're joining a cult. Like that's no, fuck that. I like want a blood I want fruit, fruit punch and black Nike's. If you know, you I think know. It, is it an M rated? I think it's an M rated game too. I have to double check. Jacob says, "Sup guys, would Sean watch the boys? If I promise to donate fifty dollars in one of his streams once he given yep. a chance. I want to hear y'all talk about it. He said he would. Sure, sure would. Who says, hey, hey, you know what? The the after show coming up. There you go. Sean will be there. I will. Riku says, have been watching the Spawncast vods today. Is one of the rare times I can make it. Well, I've loved the show. TJ says, I know what Matsuda said on Twitter, but why can't?" Zamlike like Chronicles 3 soundtrack just be out already. I want to listen to it in high quality without YouTube. The soundtrack with the oh the the collect the collector's edition. 
No, the collector doesn't come with the soundtrack. He just wants the soundtrack. He oh. just wants it out right now. Christian says, been watching this podcast for a little over a year now. Thank you all for the great content. Has kept me entertained while I mow for many hours. <laughs> Sly says, RGT's right. Competition promotes innovation. Alpha says... No, it doesn't. <laughs> who, else, who else feels like Ubisoft just squander potential looking at... Uh, Looking at IPR, Mar- Mario Rabbids and Raymond Legends compared to everything else they make, like Watch Dogs. I think Ubisoft's just in a weird place right now. Oh, my gosh. I don't, I don't think they have a real direction. Dude, Skull and Bones? We were just talking about God of War and how, like, game companies are trying to position themselves around it. Skull and Bones, I think, comes out a day before God of War Ragnarok. <laughs> who's playing? Who's going to play that? <laughs> It, this, is it a free-to-play game? No, I, no, no. Oh my god! It's Assassin's Creed Four without the online stuff. Oh, you know what? You want a good mm-hmm. game like that? Uh, I I fired it up the other day. Still really good. Assassin's Creed Rogue. Just saying. You you take over a ship Rogue's in the first bad. thirty minutes. Thirty minutes. I, I, Rogue's that a game, underrated. That game is gonna flop so bad. Which game? Skull, Skull and, and Bones. Bones. Skull and Bones. Nah, no, God of War should be scared. Prepare. <laughs> Prepare for this, Sean. <laughs> Skull and Bones is, if I'm not mistaken, seventy dollars. <laughs> let, let me double check. I'm looking at the limited no edition way. one on Best Buy. It's seventy. Unless you guys is- are underrating how good Ubisoft games are, especially like when they do like the open world stuff. Like, come on now. It's you're on a boat. You cannot leave the boat ever. Ever. I know you, you don't think I'll put on land. I know you don't think I was being serious. It's, uh, I, mean, uh, I can't wait for the part in the game where I sail my boat to a certain part of the sea just so I can see the rest of the map and then go to another part of the sea to open up the rest of the map and then Bro. keep doing that at, I, at different points in the I game. Double checked, I double-checked on Best Buy again. It's it's $70 on the Xbox and the PS5. And that it comes is out? absolutely insane. The day before God of War. All right, well, that's a good plan. Oh my god! <laughs> Thankfully, Ubisoft has Mario and Rabbids to counteract it because one game's going to make them some money and one game is not. Oof, oof, man. I don't see how they're making any money on Skull and Bones. They've spent too much on redoing that game like twice. That when does Rabbids Two come out? October, right? Twenty second. It comes out October. It's like that third. Late October. I'm looking. Yeah, late October. Crusher says, when I was a kid, one of my neighbors had a 3DO. It's like very oh, rare. He must have been rich. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was expensive back then. The 3DO was stupid expensive. Cool. It was a neat. You know, I say it was a neat console, but that's the only console that I've ever owned and didn't have to sell for money. I just sold it because mm. I didn't want it. The only game that I was interested in was Super Street Fighter 2 Turbo on it because at that time, it had never been re-released, and now it's been re-released so much. It's like well, I don't need this system. There's, I mean, like PO'd was kind of cool on it, and you know there were so many half-ass first-person shooters. It's actually a very fun story if you have time. Look up um, Doom for 3DO and the story behind that. Absolutely bizarre story how that came to be. Geeky gaming family says OJ, my son who is 12, goes out in the neighborhood for two hours a weekday and asks people if he can do work for them. He usually makes $250 a week doing random work like mowing, raking. Or power washing. It's a good dad. Go. Make teaching teaching your kid. We need more people out there because a lot of people be coming here and they don't have that hard work. They don't have. They just think that everything you just owed everything. I just want 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 want. You got to teach your kids how to go out there and work for it. So good job, dude. Georgie says, bring up the lack of classic games on PlayStation Plus Premium. 
Yeah, I have no what idea what's going on. That? I have no idea what's going on over there with with Sony because that's to me was the big thing that was separating that from like extra. And I, it, it's very difficult to recommend anyone to sign up for premium over extra. Hey, they got Toy Story two. <sighs> Dude, they're like even they can't even drop Legend of Dragoon in there. It's it's time. It's time. I don't know. Make some make some deals. Make some moves. I thought we were going to see PS1 games, a PS2 game drop in there, yeah, maybe it, a PSP game. It started out solid, and now they're kind of like, they're like the fucking Switch Online, but you have a roadmap. It's like, oh, it's going to happen in the middle of the month. Oh, what's coming? Oh, you'll see. It's like obscure indie, remember the indies series on PSP, or yeah. it's just like small digital indie games. Like, yeah, we'll give you one of these, and like. People like got hyped. I remember this, this week, right? Max Max got hyped about some shit, and I was watching this video. I'm like, dude, there's no fucking way you're excited about it. Like, everyone has their own thing, but fuck, man. This 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 week should be midway through. I mean, we might, maybe we'll see a, a PS1 game or something get dropped in this week. Yeah, I hope they stealth drop something because, uh, yeah, kind of kind of uh, kind of lacking a little bit. That was supposed to be. That's one of the strongest things they have uh, as an yeah. advantage over game pass. And it definitely hasn't been uh drop legend of dragoon or metal gear solid. Let's get it done. Uh, T Joe says anyone else think Xenoblade Chronicles three has bad audio mixing, even with headphones at max volume and voices maxed out in game. It still sounds quiet music overpowers. Does it? Oh, I'm playing I it. I've, I don't think I've noticed. I have the sound bar over there that I'm playing right over here. Usually, I haven't noticed anything like that necessarily. I haven't noticed it really. It might. I'm not going to sit there and say it might be your setup, but it, it might be your setup. It could know. be your ears. I don't know. Yeah, get the wax out of your ears. I'm not sure. I, I don't. I mean, I don't know. I have a. I have an elevate sound bar that I use for it. So uh, I mean, people are saying that Dino Crisis is already leaked for PlayStation Classic. That was a little while ago, though, wasn't that? Was like last. Month, okay, well, if, if, if Dino Crisis comes out this week all right you're, you're made me happy good? for a little while We're good yeah. all right cool good to go lucius says a 250 dollars xbox series s with call of duty on the box and three months of game pass during black friday is what sony is afraid of as they should be i will admit that would be kind of devastating <laughs> that would that but would is, but is the child that you're buying that system for gonna say mommy i want an xbox or mommy i want a playstation uh well to be honest there might be people who aren't even child it might be like oh my spouse wants call of duty it's for this Xbox, and I just buy this, and my shopping's done. Yeah, if my spouse bought me an Xbox Series X, she'd be my ex-spouse. I don't no, Series want. S, Series S. That's what, oh, that's what I said, Series S. Oh, I think it's an X. It's Series you S. Really? X. You said S? X. Hold on, they would buy you a Series S straight up. You wouldn't have to pay for it or anything like they bought it for you. You'd, you'd, that'd be it. Why huh? didn't you buy me the X? Was oh, the X not available? <laughs> if that's the case, get me a gift card, and then at the appropriate time, I'll purchase my Xbox Series X. Oh, wow. <laughs> teacher says would non-cod and blizzard titles crash spyro tony hawk instead of remain on playstation after the merger i have a ps5 no xbox so it would suck if it doesn't i don't think they're pulling anything off of systems but if there's a new crash game five years from now it's probably not going to playstation so i think whatever's there right now is safe but who knows for the future all they've commented on is call of duty I made Jordan leave. He didn't like that question. <laughs> I'm out. Interesting <laughs> enough, though, Microsoft said they would put Call of Duty on Switch. So I'm curious if they live up to that. I want to see that happen. I want to see him take a shot at it. See, just see. Although if they started, to doubt, 
They started. The, they might just move Call of Duty Mobile over. That might be the Super one they play. That'd be fine. Call, they, they, might, they might. They might. Think how many? Think how many little kids would be on there? And oh stuff yeah, there. yeah. Yo, like, oh, yo, man. didn't Phil Spencer say they'd have first party games? There's a lot of. There's a lot of things. Okay, if the deal closes, okay, if the deal closes this year, so it closes beginning of October, we'll say, technically, they're releasing a first-party game with Call of Duty at the end of October. Overwatch is releasing this year, so I guess that's a first-party wow, too, right? They're just they're loading up on first parties all of a sudden. So many first-party games just happen to be on everything too. That would be, that would be funny because they'd come out and be and they'd start advertising. <laughs> That'd be oh man. Sly says, does Steam Deck put the PC into the console wars? I'm going to say no because we've had portable PCs forever now. So we've had handheld PCs for years, actually. I remember the GPD <laughs> win feels like forever ago. It's still hard to get a Steam Deck. Like It's not, yeah. it's not, it's not easy. got to be able to walk into a Best Buy and just take it off the shelf and buy it. And that's when I'll buy it. Alvin says, Microsoft did say in their January statement that they plan on bringing COD to Switch. Also, you think that it's just Warzone? What do you all think? I think it's Call of Duty Mobile, if anything, just to make it easy for them. Because it's, it's already Call of Duty. Phones. Hold up. Call of Duty Cap. I'm pretty sure that's that's Call the version that they're bringing. Call of Duty Cap. Cap. I would cap love version. to see them take a real shot at it, but I kind of think in their mind, it's like, well, we either need Warzone or Mobile. And Yo, they're just saying stuff them. just to say it, guys. Like, they ain't being serious. I mean, the work they did for Minecraft on this, they did some pretty significant work for Minecraft on yeah, the Switch. Yeah, because so. that they know that will make them money. I kind of think Call of Duty on the Switch would make them money, too, though. Like, would it? I kind of think it would. I, I mean, Fortnite makes money on the Switch. It makes a lot of money. Because Fortnite's Fortnite's Fortnite. That's different. That's the, the vibes that Fortnite and Minecraft give seem more seem more like that's something that worked like call of duty has been on nintendo platforms before and it's had some success i just i think that the experience of call of duty is about is xbox and playstation so i just i think a lot of nintendo fans that do have you know maybe they'll opt maybe switch might be different i just i just don't think that switch is think of the children big. that will be playing on the nintendo i mean switch. my my thing is though i wouldn't even think of call of duty like the full call of duty as a mobile game but dude call of duty mobile is incredibly popular there's no, 100, it, it, 100 million downloads on that thing. It, it is incredibly popular, and they make a lot of money on there, and that's why I think that they don't care. Because, like, mm. what's the point of making the Switch version for what? You're, okay, maybe you sell 2 million, a million. Okay, great. You got to maintain that. You got to keep the servers or whatever they're running well, on free. there. It's I mean, free. That's what I'm saying. Like, what's the, what's the point when you have Call of Duty Mobile? You know, right. yes, they can probably make a lot of money on there. Don't get me wrong, but... I'm not, I'm not, I don't think that they will because look how long it's been. Switch has been selling like crazy for how long? It's been oh, I just think Activision's just like, and Activision's like, eh, we don't give a shit. Yeah. But so you're getting, you're getting the brand out there though. And yeah, like well, Apex is on Switch. Switch has been here 2017, 2018, 2019, 2020, 2021, now 2022. There's been nothing. What's take, if, if they were going to, what's taking them so long? All these other franchises that has came over. Well, that right? was, that was Activision. Now that Activision is a part of Microsoft. Phil's essentially running the show with that, so it would be more so like, yeah. And it seems like Microsoft wants to do I'm a wrong. lot of stuff with Nintendo, anyways. It's just Nintendo I hope I'm wrong. We'll see. Tijo says in Japan it's Xenoblade Cross. Japan is just called Xenoblade. They just call it Xenoblade Three. For like, well, or for like Xenoblade X, like they the Xenoblade Cross in Japan. For like the the PlayStation uh, X and Cross uh, discussion. Oh, okay, that's what he said. I, I wasn't aware of that. I just I, I look at Xenoblade. I say it's X. I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's Cross. I'm not sure. 
Uh, Adventures says, who is the best Smash player in the Spawn cast? And will we ever get a tournament? Uh, oh, no, because OJ would win. <laughs> we already all know this. OJ would just win the tournament. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm about average in Smash. I can, I can play against pro players. I can't beat them, but I can play against them and, like, not get destroyed, like, 100%, you know? Where is Jordan? I need to pee. OJ, <laughs> OJ would win Smash, yes. Uh, Flash says, cope and you see if the Xbox is back. Ah. Thank you, Flash. All right, I got to pee. I'm out. Riku Real. says, complete games are a myth. All games have content cut and development. It's more about, is it satisfying on release? In my opinion, that's subjective. Tjo says, anyone remember how Street Fighter Five and Battlefront 2015 launched? Both of them also launched with nothing and almost no offline. Yeah, yeah, they, they kind of did. I meant by they launched unfinished. Yeah, they. Uh, well, those got destroyed as well online. <laughs> I'm every game's gonna get destroyed from here on out. There's not a single. I'm telling you, there ain't a single one that launches with everything that people want in in terms of big games. Not a single game, unless it's like free to play, like a Fortnite thing. It's like okay, well, Fortnite. But they like in get terms to that of point where they're like, we just gotta launch this thing, and it's like it. it I don't know if that's enough. We'll add it later. It's cool. I remember when like Overwatch first came out. I was like, I was like, is, is where is there a single player? I should have done more research. I was being dumb as hell. I was working a day job and I was doing my, and I didn't check because I wasn't really doing, you know, I wasn't, I just didn't check. And I thought Overwatch had a single player because like of what they showed, all the cinematics, all these cool characters. I was like, oh, it has to have a single player, right? I pick up the game. I'm just doing two modes over and over and over and over and over and over and over. Like just those two modes, that's it. And I'm like, there's no single player at all in the game. And I was like, wow, I, I was shocked. But that's my fault for not paying attention to the marketing or to the, to the press release or whatever the hell else. August was. says Forza Horizon 5 had a 92 on Metacritic and over 10 million players after a couple weeks and wasn't even a nomination. Metacritic is someone's opinion, just like Game of the Year, just have fun. Well, we're going to get to the end of the year and uh, there will probably there'll be a lot of discussion around Game of the Year, but I mean, let's face it, we all go to Metacritic, we hit the button for give me the best rated games of the year and we kind of discuss through those and then maybe pick like a wild card out of like the low 80s or something for the most part. Uh, but Forza Horizon 5 missed it because it was... It's a racing game. I mean, that's just the, that's the best description I give. It's a racing game. Um, it's it still won game. awards, though. It's just game of the year. Like, you never see the Call of Duties in there, even though you could probably make a case for the occasional Call of Duty that's, like, really high quality. Like, I would have been okay if Mod Jordan, Modern Warfare. Mm-hmm. Remember that? You remember the, the, the big level people talked about where you go into the house? Yeah. Dude, that was, like, next level stuff. That was like that actually has stuck with me since then. That's one of the reasons I'm so excited mm -hmm. for Modern Warfare 2. I would have had no problem if that ended up in a game of the year discussion at some point. That game. Yeah, um, it was very impressive. But it's Call of Duty, so it doesn't necessarily end up there. And that's just the way it is. So I I assume Forza Horizon 5 fell to that. And I, I think this year's Call of Duty will have the same thing happen. So But uh yeah, it's just it comes down to nominations, opinions, all of that at the end of the I mean, Newsweek. Newsweek's going to nominate some stuff, so who knows? <laughs> wow, that chip was so close to the mic. <laughs> it's not a chip. It's a celery. Oh, chip. celery. Well, you, it had the crunch of a chip. So I, that's a good, out of good everything piece. you could have come back with, a stalk of celery is not anywhere near the top of my list. <laughs> well, I have the dip. I like I like celery. I, even with the dip, that is a massive like twist right there. <laughs> I like celery. Celery and uh, little baby carrots. Those are mm. good, too. I have one. Wow. PTP says Microsoft should buy every third-party company in existence, but let the game stay on Nintendo, but not Sony, <laughs> just to be petty like Sony. Wow. 
Lewis says, super interested in MW2, considering this will be the only Call of Duty for what I'm assuming is the next two years. What will be the big FPS next fall? That's a good question, because, yeah, they're going to do some other paid thing next year. It might just be expansion for it. Uh, I don't know. Big FPS next year. Maybe it's a uh, new Titanfall. That'd be cool. Oh, maybe it's Metroid Prime 4. Full online multiplayer, the whole deal. There we go. Matthew says, Metroid Fusion or Zero Mission? Um, I'm a Fusion guy. Same. Fusion's awesome. The Axiom says, uh, okay, how much money Nintendo is saving being able to focus on one system? They don't need to keep up with handheld home consoles anymore at the same time. All right, let's go into the <laughs> best, because this is something that Sean told me. Let's go into the best Nintendo system ever. Because, ladies and gentlemen, we may be in the era of the Switch, which may be right now as we're living through it the best console handheld the best system nintendo's ever released i put up a poll on twitter and it appears anyway right now twitter believes yes it is the best system nintendo's ever released with 64 and a half percent coming in with a resounding yes that's on almost twenty-five thousand votes twitter believes a lot of stuff though that's true i can ask that we can ask the chat right now how about that uh okay is the switch the best system nintendo has ever released Boom. i would say yes or no. me pers me personally it's released the games that i've liked the most because yeah. like you have all the persona games coming you have you have like near you have all the bayonetta games you have soup the probably the best version of super smash brothers or one of the best versions of super smash with all the characters you know you have pretty much all the xenoblade games you're only missing one you're missing xenoblade x, x yep. the best one. and then on top of that you get you get new stuff like mario plus rabbits that's really interesting you know you've got more fighting games this time around like we've got blaze blue we don't got all the newest ones like tekken and stuff but we've got more fighting games blaze blues on there uh melty's on there you know um, we got stuff like Pokémon. Uh, you've got obviously legend of zelda is on there mario super mario odyssey's on there mario makers on there it's like got it's just missing some of the legacy stuff it's like missing you know uh, like star fox and f-zero um it's missing we some of that start, we have to dig pretty far into nintendo's history for ips to find stuff like people are asking for a new eternal darkness because we have like so many of <laughs> nintendo's ips already on there like represented. yeah you know and you got stuff like astral chain jordan's favorite you know mm -hmm. um you know, so you just you've got just a a lot of stuff. I mean, you have like Bravely Default. You have stuff that came up from the 3DS. You know, past Nintendo systems, there might be like no Fire Emblem, you know, or you know, no Bravely Default or no stuff like that. Whereas you get those type of 3DS franchises or games that were on there on the home console now. And so I think that's the reason why uh, a lot of people say that. You know, for me, Xenoblade Three has been like one of the biggest things that's pushed it over. But even on top of that, like persona like that's like we get persona 5 persona 4 and persona 3 all coming to the system i mean that's no the nintendo system is even like the closest thing that we've that, gotten yeah. to that is like is the 3ds with persona q you know so now you have personas you have near you have just just so much stuff on the system so i think that's the and you got like final fantasies too you got 7 8 9 10 10 2 and 12 all in the system plus all this like a lot of the spin-off stuff as well so no other Nintendo system. I mean, maybe like the original Super Nintendo, they have a few Final Fantasies. I think Sean but, uh, has the correct contender in mind for this because yeah. it's the one I would have gone with if I had to pick a Nintendo system that would go head to head with the Switch. Go ahead, Sean. Nintendo DS. It is the DS. I think that's the one that should, would go head to head with the Switch because that was a 
ridiculous library, and obviously it sold a ton of systems. Go on, Sean. Just, I mean, Nintendo DS had so many. It was it was peak Nintendo innovation. I feel because they were just trying different things. They were doing different things. You had the touch screen. You had great third party support. You let your Call of Duty kid. Well, there's several on the Nintendo DS, my friend, with online oh, play. Gosh. The online for what it was was very good with games that utilize the online stuff there was a lot of um you know ports of older titles you have chrono trigger on there you had the remakes of final fantasy 3 on there um dragon quest was heavily represented on there so if you're looking for the rpgs um one of my favorite versions of the original resident evil uh, i like the little touch screen swiping mini games and i liked the added in uh multiplayer me and my buddy used to play that all the time um a really a really good system like you had great mario i would say one of the drawbacks would be the zelda games you know there's not many fans of spirit tracks you hear this you uh, hear this jordan oh, fan of hourglass but i really <laughs> you know i think they were okay you know they weren't the best thing in the world but i thought they were okay but just overall i mean so much variety of stuff so many just like Shovelware. weird yeah. no but i mean like even some of like the weird stuff like touch the dead Touch the Dead was so much fun. You had Point Blank on there of all things. Like, oh yeah, yeah. It was such a it was such a unique system, and it really helped revitalize, I think, creativity in in uh in the landscape. Mm, okay. okay, I saw some people bring up the Wii. I don't. I, the, the Wii. I, I just. I don't. I don't know. The Wii is like. I don't really look at that as. I mean, that obviously caught like lightning in a bottle because of the mainstream. But I don't. Let's, I don't know. Do I look back look at, on the Wii and go like, look at this? Look, look at Wii Fit. At this. Okay, wait, wait, wait. I'll make a case for the Wii too. Okay, okay. Best version of Resident Evil 4 before the HD version. Okay, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Mark. Yeah, okay. exactly, yeah. Manhunt yeah. 2, Scarface, Mario Odyssey, Mario Odyssey 2, Mario Zelda Odyssey 2 are on there. Yeah. Um, and that's how you know the Switch is better because he Galaxy. said Mario Odyssey. I've <laughs> <been> <laughs> Galaxy. Uh, innovative uh, games like um, The Conduit, House of the Dead games are on there. Light Gun Games is fantastic for Light Gun Games. Um, there was Call of Duties on it. There was um, Kirby's right. Epic Yarn. Knights. You had Knights. Brand new Knights game on the system. Come on. I will say oh. Call of Duty on the Wii was actually better than people give it credit for. Like, I think it was, was it Black Ops? Solid, but those... Nintendo in that era, I'll say Nintendo in that era was annoying. If Nintendo wasn't so fudging annoying in that era, I might. But it was like, okay, you have to play motion controls a lot of the games. That's true. Like, you can't play... They have a classic controller you can't use it you know what i'm saying like you, you can't use it ds era once again they were somewhat annoying in that era like you gotta be forcing you to play my hands are too big i can't play the ds screen with my hands in the middle of, of me i don't my hands are too big so it's like they they did some great things i agree with you the ds it's high up on my list as well but i think that the problem was that they were just a little bit too gimmicky in those areas and like they just didn't give you an option i think that's part of the gameplay experience is having an option to let you play normal like that's part of the reason why it's like we okay skyward sword that's great there was no option for button controls skyward sword on the switch you can play both ways you know I maybe it's not as good but with the motion maybe that's not quite as good but at least you can play with motion or you can play with button controls nintendo actually gives you options in today's day than compared to back then where there's just like weird gimmicks with phantom Hour. i would love phantom hourglass if my hat wasn't in the way half the time because of a, touching the screen over touching though, screens Sean, over and over if you think you know? about it for the wii you didn't even play the big 3d zelda game that was there until recently on the switch 
Yeah. Skyward well, Sa- I mean, like, I did play it. I just didn't like it. You but didn't like it. Yeah. Another point for the Wii is backwards yeah. compatibility with the game. Oh, I mean, yeah. The, yeah Insane yeah. virtual console. They Games did, that had yeah, native voice chat built in them. I mean, the, the Switch has them too. We seek. Not from I just bit all over the place. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> 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 I don't know. I, I mean, these aren't these cases aren't great though. I mean, the, are we are we really in the like the greatest system from Nintendo ever? We're in its life right now. Like we're we're currently witnessing it. I mean, you can make a case for it for sure. But wow. I think oh, I have a pack of gushers here. Awesome. Um, I think you could make definitely make a case. You could even make a case for the NES, even though that was Nintendo being sony with their cannibalization of the video game market most people give it to nintendo for the nes uh in so, even honorable mention because it basically saved the gaming industry at the time um but like i i would love to do like oh the gamecube with the 64 or like i mean it's just while i like GameCube's- the games there it's you're not going to stand up to what the switch is doing right now it's just it's gamecube's high on my list there i think there's a little bit of a case for gamecube uh, just because Nintendo put out a lot of great, you know, a lot of great titles in the GameCube era, you know, so yeah. there's a definitely of, a, a case. A lot of great N64 titles. Yeah, there, there are. On one hand, hold them all just like this. There's a <laughs> lot of great N64 titles. How many games total are on the N64? It doesn't matter about quantity; it's about quality. <laughs> oh no, quantity definitely matters when it comes to best of all time. Like, imagine if Michael Jordan didn't score all the quantity of points that he scored. Or he didn't have all the quantity of championships that he has. That's completely different because his sport <laughs> was reliant on that sort of thing. Whereas games are not... Imagine if Jordan only had a quantity of two titles Top and 20. two finals MVPs. He wouldn't be considered the greatest. Yeah, you're about to, he would be titles. considered just good. Hey, Sean, you're about to round out the top 20 N64 list with quarterback club 99. <laughs> no, there's plenty of stuff you could put on there. The N64 is Hakeem Olajuwon. He's pretty good. Two titles. Pretty good, but not enough. He, not won two. he only won one, didn't he? Hakeem won two back to back. In the, oh, in the 94, 90s. 95, yeah. Okay. When Jordan was gone. Oh, yeah. I want to put that out there. When Jordan was gone. Uh, that's, uh, hey, you know what? I, I think the Switch is doing It's definitely going to pass the $1 billion in software that's never been done by Nintendo before. I, I don't know. Depending on how Nintendo treats the rest of the Switch's life, it, it might end up being the best-selling system. If it ends up being the best-selling system of all time, crosses a billion sold, has another game or two that are like way up there in the review like let's say breath of the wild 2 comes out 97 98 on metacritic something crazy i mean do we get into the best system of all time discussion ps2 if it passes the ps2 in sales the ps2 is up there like my ps2 super nintendo those are also like up there and like switch those are like my three right yeah yeah yeah. ps2 most people look at that and go yeah there's a whole bunch of games on there i I absolutely loved and most of us look back on that and be like, yeah, that was just like this this incredible system at the time for, you know, when it showed up. I don't think you could beat the PS2. Mm. Too much variety. In sales or Too just... much variety. No, in, just... in terms of, the like, the, the best system ever. Best in system. sales, I think you can. Okay. Uh, okay. In terms of the best system, that's, that's damn near impossible. Yeah. Too much variety there for the yeah. games. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I mean, we still have. Hey, we're halfway through the Switch's life. We'll see what happens in five years. <laughs> <laughs> the guy Furukawa, keep holding it up. <laughs> uh, we'll still say, hey, it was, it's still an interesting thing to consider that we could actually be in that in like the generation that's that's ongoing that could be up there with like the PS2 and the DS. 
when it's all said. I was there for that generation. I was there for all those generations. But like now where you're buying the games as they're coming out, you're talking about them in the public setting on YouTube. You know what I mean? Like you're, you're actually doing back then on the PS2. I don't know. I will agree with the PS2. I remember the first time I played Grand Theft Auto 3, I was 15 in Georgia, yep. stoned out of my mind. Oh, well, okay. That went in a different direction. Uh, the, yeah. the, uh, I, I, that was GTA 3 was like the first PS2 game I saw at a friend's house. And they're like, this is incredible. What is, what is this? And uh, then they were like, you like that? You're going to, you got to check out this orphan game too. So it was, uh, what? It was a good time. You didn't, you didn't play Orphan? No. What? You didn't play? that? Was, I think that was a launch game for the PS2. It was terrible. Isn't that the David Bowie? Oh, no. What's you didn't play Orphan? Oh, you never played? Dude, you should oh, go check that out. Dude, you should do a review on on your channel on Orphan. Some people the in the movie. chat on it, Some people in the chat got that joke because Orphan is pretty bad. It was oh, there. I, rem- I remember seeing yes. the box art. Yes, it was yet. there as a launch title, and that's the only – or an early title. That's the only reason people bought it because it was there. And it's like, Hey, I got this cool PS2. What's there to play. And they're like orphan. <laughs> it was really bad. Uh, let's, uh, let's, let's take Game a look. Pro gave it an, an eight out of 10. Well, hey, they got to live with that. Uh, let me go through some of these super chests to finish up. There is an after show, Sean, right? Yeah, we'll do an after show for a little bit. I got kind of an early morning, but we'll we'll run it for a little okay. bit. Ben says THQ needs to buy the rights and remake Simpsons Hit and Run. I agree with that. That would be awesome. God Almighty. Joseph says which wish they bring Afro Samurai to uh, to modern platforms. I remember that game on the 360. I thought it was actually pretty fun. Hmm. Neon says I finally caught you guys live, so I can finally ask: Have any of you heard about? Uh, death road to canada it's like the oregon trail but with zombies <laughs> i am not i've heard of that game yeah okay okay because it had canada in it so i had to talk about it with jason lord says lord says oj play halo reach campaign or halo 2 i've played both of those <laughs> campaigns i've played i've played and beat pretty much every halo game but it's all good tay says everything ubisoft releases is Usually twenty bucks by Black Friday. Skull and Bones will be full price for seventeen days. Oh man, nice. Whew. That shouldn't be full priced ever. I'm a little surprised we looked that up and it was seventy dollars. That kind of caught me off guard. Brian says, "Hey Spawnwave, do you plan to do content on the Blue Retro projects for using modern wireless controllers on retro systems? I'd love to see a walkthrough of an internal install on a GameCube. I will look into that. I may have something." interesting for the gamecube coming up soon some new hardware for the system so uh was it dolphin just play dolphin nerd no 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 no. it's it's uh it's upgrade for the gamecube That'd be really yeah cool. it's called gamecube dolphin. 2 gamecube 3 gamecube 2 gamecube super, pro super gamecube gamecube pro now i was trying to figure out a way to use like my uh ps5 or switch pro controller are, are you gonna say something like give me 15 minutes to explain why the gamecube pro is better than everything else <laughs> I was looking for a way to sync my <laughs> PS5 controller, my Switch Pro controller to the GameCube. We'll see how that turns out. Gabe says, I think it would be cool if after Breath of the Wild 2 comes out, the next Zelda game has uh, Black Link and Black Zelda since they are reincarnated in every game. There should be nothing stopping Nintendo. Yeah, I guess we'll, guess we'll see what's up after Breath of the Wild 2. Although, I don't... 
when Breath of the Wild 2 is out, it might be a while before we see another big 3D Zelda game. So I feel like that is going to be an, an undertaking at this point. It went a bit longer than I thought it would to get the, the game out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Someone, says, I believe, made a video on that today. <laughs> Banana says Microsoft might make the jump to get COD on Switch to make Microsoft more popular in Japan, like with Minecraft. That is... Mm, good point. That good is point. a, a they're only 1 million unit seller that Microsoft's like why does my, but Microsoft does not care about Japan I don't know why people think that they do because Phil Spencer says look konnichiwa we have some <laughs> persona games like that's <laughs> okay he does put that front up sometimes like they really I, I mean if they really cared I feel like they would <laughs> if they really care, where is Lost Odyssey, Odyssey yeah. 2 yeah yep. where is Blue Dragon 2 if they cared we'd see that not making freaking Sakaguchi make freaking what is what is he making arcade games they 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 do something on that front steven said would gta 5 switch help nintendo cross the 1 billion software sold market i think the gta 5 release has kind of sailed at this point because gta 6 already getting talked about so uh i i think we're on that track now i think it's a little late for gta 5 to show up on the switch duan davis says what's up y'all what's up oj uh what's up rgt85 yo yo i just want to say what's up to y'all i i'm staying in the hospital Oh shit! Hope you're good, dude. Yeah, hopefully you're good, Mister Dave. Oh yeah, he. I think he had uh, surgery. I think I talked to him. Yeah, he had surgery. Ago. He's he's recovering uh, okay. in the hospital. So okay. Well, hopefully, hopefully you're getting better there. Laura says, uh, "Pretty sure the Wii U was Nintendo's best." Why? Two words: backwards compatibility. MVG would back me up. Well, now we're getting into like the soft modding scene. If that's the case, the, the PSP was the best from year one. <laughs> the Axiom says Dreamcast was better than GameCube. I don't know that one. I don't know about that one. Joseph says, "PS first is PS2, then Switch. Oh, the Switch got me back into gaming. So, yeah, that would do it if you go from, like, the PS2 to the Switch. Okay. Let me uh, let me go around here. I also want to double-check Streamlabs. RGT85, where can everyone find you? Is it at RGT85? You can find me at RGT85 most of the time. You can find me on RGT Live and Extras, which I will drop down in here. I don't know if anyone wants to hang out with me because... I mean, there's only been four of us tonight, but I'll come hang out. I gotta, I gotta edit a video anyway. So. I gotta edit, but I'll hang out for a bit. All right, cool. Uh, that's the channel there. Make sure you check it out there. We'll be live for a little bit. Just if you're expecting heavy video game talk, do not expect it. It's just a shit show to fuck around with. Well, real quick, Sean, who is this person says ask RGT who Sebastian is? Stop it. Okay. We're not talking about Sebastian. <laughs> okay. Uh, OJ, where can everyone find you? Yeah, you can find me right here on YouTube. Got a pretty cool video that I'm dropping tomorrow talking about some stuff with Nintendo Switch. Been dropping a ton of uh, Xenoblade discussion and news updates and stuff like with Xenoblade 3. Got some cool noticed. RPG. Does <laughs> <laughs> OJ like Xenoblade? Is that the joke? I think I that's maybe thing. just a little. This, <laughs> just a little bit. Uh, yeah, yeah. So if you like Xenoblade 3, check out the channel. <laughs> Let me go over to Jordan here real quick because Jordan, the question, this is from Liam, asking, do you think we will ever again have a national dex or at least compatibility with every Pokemon in a game since all their models have been updated now? And do you think Pokemon Home will stay open forever from system to system? Um, that's a lot of questions. <laughs> <laughs> that's a lot of uh, do you think answers. We'll get national not sure. And do you think Pokemon Go will stay home open forever? Pokemon Home. Uh, National Dex would be cool. Don't know if that would, if, if they would do it. 
I don't know. I'll, I'll stay optimistic. I say yes. Um, and then yeah, I think Pokemon Home will be around for for a long time, right? Oh, my what gosh. the fuck? What in the world? Ah, speaking hey, of long time, Jordan, can you let everyone know where you, they can find you? Yeah, you can find me on my YouTube channel, Jordan Fringe, where I talk about cartoons and TV shows from your past. Thanks for having me on. Lord says Resident Evil Code Veronica needs a remake. Thoughts? Uh, yeah, that, I think that needs to happen. Alejandro yes. says, I just rolled credits on Breath of the Wild. 120 hours. Wow. Really enjoyed it. My first Zelda. My first Nintendo console. Cheers from, uh-oh, Guadalajara. I think I got that, that is, right. That is the place. Yes. All right, good. And then Banana says Sebastian is RGT's childhood dog, I think. Yeah, my mom wanted to name me Sebastian. Oh. Uh, but she didn't because... I guess she realized I would have stabbed her, so she uh, named my dog that instead. Nate, are you here? No. Well, oh. We can hear you moving around, Nate. We can hear the crickets, too. He's here, he's here for the real show. Okay. I think he's here for the after show. So if you guys want to come by for that, it, 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 we'll see if Nate's back. But I, was, can... I was watching the Yankee Red Sox game. Oh, okay. Cool. Very good. Very good. You can watch it on mute. No, but then I'd be like Sean when something exciting happens or uh, something bad happens. I'd be cursing. October, and then people would be like, for it. Yeah. <laughs> and then people would be complaining, like, oh, why does he just mute his mic when he's watching the game? Okay. It'll be different from any other week. Well, make sure you check out Nate, Nate the Hate. Uh, otherwise, though, we'll be over on the after show with RGT. Check him out there. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. We'll be back, I think, to full strength next week. And Evan, I don't know. Evan's at a land party. So he might be for the, there for the next month, but he'll probably be able to hold it. Yeah, it's not like a like half a year for Evan. <laughs> but he, he'll still do it, uh, the show, at least running it in the background from there. So um, we'll be bit more experienced on the back end side for that so but thanks everyone for tuning in we'll see you guys next saturday night 9 p.m eastern time thank for authority do do